Welcome to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions by casuals for casuals. My name is Courtney. And I am Carl. This is episode 72, and we're discussing the 2022 Crunchyroll Anime Awards nominations and predictions. This episode will have light spoilers, so you've been warned. And we're very excited about this episode because we have Matt and Audrey from Otaku Melancholy Podcast joining us once again to talk about the Anime Awards. Welcome, Welcome. Back, It's great to have you guys here. Hello. Thanks, thanks for having us. <laughs> what a very professional like starting record. Every time we start our podcast, I'm just like, I forget the name or I'll flub it up some way. And I'm just like, keep that take. It's fine. That's, good. That's the best we can do for this. But that, that was excellent. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, without like repeating that opening every episode, it would just be a nightmare. So I was like, one script is all I need for every episode. But yes, gl- glad to have you guys back. I think it's been almost a year since you were here on Strictly Animix. I know the last episode was like episode number 29 um, to talk about the 2021 Crunchyroll Anime Awards. So how have you both been? What's new with Otaku Melancholy? Uh, It's been pretty good, you know. uh, Looks at Audrey, scratches back of head. Yeah, what has changed, champ? (laughs) A lot. I guess it has, hasn't it? Yeah, I was thinking back. When was the last time I worked, I uh, was on with Strictly Serious? Was it? Was it in the before times? times? In the long, long ago. I believe it was. It's one of those things that every time, like, uh, we've not been on a podcast before, and then, like, we go in, like, honestly, I'm a little bit like, please, <laughs> please, please get it right. Do not call her the wrong name, or I'm going to have to, like, bully you, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I'm glad that my attention is really, uh, relieved. Uh, I've been fine. I mean, like, solid six out of ten, according to Mal. Oh, oh very nice. <laughs> good score. Yeah, I, I've, I've been better. You know, as far as anime goes, I've been dropping off a lot, and but I'm slowly getting back into it. We have a new format for our seasonal uh, watching uh, thingy do, so maybe that'll be able to get me back on it. Yeah, we were we were listening to um, your recent seasonals, <laughs> and like you guys just have some of the funniest banter. We were um, what made me laugh in particular. Um, I think it was, it was the, the futsal. Yeah, the one. futsal. You guys were talking about the futsal anime that's out right now, and Matt, I think you were trying to describe what futsal was, and you you kind of went into like a nice description. Then Audrey, you're just like, yeah, good for that. <laughs> and I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm like, I feel the same way. I don't know what futsal is. <laughs> I oh I. Oh, it's that stupid one that's like it, we're we're soccer, but we're not soccer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the show that nobody's gonna watch. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that now. The, the self-described as this franchise that uh, that in the future becomes world popular. Yeah, which future is that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> timeline <laughs> is that? <laughs> Some bad future if I've ever seen it. The grayest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess while we're on that topic, you know, besides like uh, there's a little indie project out right now called Attack on Titan. But I guess besides <laughs> that, are there any other anime that you're looking forward to uh, for this winter season? Yes, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm no, it's not I know I'm looking forward to something. <laughs> you're you're excited for my dress up, darling. Oh, that's a oh, good so one. Oh, yeah, good. that too. But I know there was something else. You're excited for RKB's sailor uniform? Uh, Sabakui Bisco? 
Uh, I'm th- that's, that's all I have. <laughs> that's all I have. There's nothing else in this season. Let's be real. Well, if you enjoy really detailed uh, foot animation with wiggly toes, then you're 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 you've got good options with my dress up darling or a kebby, oh, which I think yeah. are both clover works. Yeah. And you can tell they're mm. pumping budget into like wiggly toes this season. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Clo- <laughs> clover works directors like the foot budget's gotta be out the roof. <laughs> I don't care what anything else looks like. This feetsies better I better want to put them toesies in my mouth. <laughs> I mean I stand by my personal philosophy that anime is just a director's way to popularize their fetish yeah i could see that i could see that <laughs> yeah well yeah i know on our end the the big ones of course we're really hype about um attack on titan demon mm. slayer jojo mm-hmm. stone ocean is happening right now uh, um yeah, but yeah if happened. you're thinking ha- happened and hopefully will continue to happen if they finally put more episodes out soon um but yeah if you're if you're interested in my dress up darling i'd highly recommend that i think behind attack on titan this is one of the one shows this season that I look forward to every week the most. Not because of the feet either. It's not because of that. <laughs> oh, it's it's cute. I was also saying like, oh yeah, and that small little that small little anime, you know, Demon Slayer. It's, 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 you probably never heard of it. I'm I'm excited about that too. But <laughs> yeah, it looks good, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, little studio ufotable. Can't. <laughs> I don't know much about them. I don't think anybody really does. I love these jokes. <laughs> 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 They're always funny. <laughs> oh, man. I've got two bits, and that's only one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with, with that, let, let's jump into things because there's a shitload of categories. Uh, I don't mm. know if they, they had this many last time, but there's like 20 categories that we're going to talk through. Um, and we've got a lot of picks to, to share. So yeah. the way that this is going to work for each category, um, we ask everyone to choose the nominee they believe will win, uh, as well as which nominee they personally want to win in case it's different. So even if you didn't know much about a category, like we still chose an a-, a nominee based on like whatever we knew or just the best of our ability. So we'll go through each category, sharing our predictions, and then we're going to turn this into a bit of a competition where we'll tally up the correct predictions after the winners are announced uh february 9th i think is the anime awards Hmm. and then we'll announce which of the four of us had the most correct predictions on a patreon bonus episode and the points will be based on correct predictions for which anime will win a category not based on our personal picks um but uh yeah i'm curious to see which of us will be most accurate so i'll share the Mm -hmm. nominees for each category and then we'll go around and list our predictions and any thoughts that we have on on those. And you're going backwards. Yeah, from, we're going bottom uh, up, baby. Good dang, bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I I see they took away the best couple, uh, the best couple category, oh. which really big disappointment, you know. Yeah, or did it's they not, just not that many good couples? Is it? <laughs> did they just relabel it best romance? No, I think I that's was, an anime. Yeah, that's oh, just yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, then I may have voted wrong the first time on that one. <laughs> I was like, who do I ship the hardest? <laughs> but all right, let's 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 jump into the first category, which is best film. Um, the nominees are Belle, Evangelion Thrice Upon a Time, Demon Slayer Mugen Train, Josie the Tiger and the Fish, Shirobako the Movie, and Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. So of course... Our wonderful guests here. We'll have you guys go first. Um, Matt, share with us 
who you think or who, which anime you think will win this category and your personal pick if it's different. Uh, honestly, this is just a popularity contest between Demon Slayer and Evangelion, and I think the Zoomies have it on uh, Evangelion, so I'm going to say Demon Slayer. <laughs> uh, personally, I between all of the six, I think Bell was the best experience I had with an anime film, but it's also the one I saw the last, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I feel emotion. I felt like the thing, the scenery, and the stuff I saw in Bell was the most uh, appealing to me. And but I do, you know, like this is a popularity contest, and Demon Slayer and Evangelion are two big anime franchises, so that's where I'm standing at on this. Quick question about Bell, because I I have not seen it, but I think it's like half CG, half 2D animation. Is that right? It it is. Every time, uh, it's basically uh, it kind of has like sword art rules, you know. So whenever they get into the uh, virtual world, it's CG. Okay. Okay, one of those. Interesting. And this um, is like based off of like Beauty and the Beast, right? Like almost like a retelling. Is it? It's it's essentially a retelling. Oh wow. Oh, makes sense from from the name. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, maybe I should have given that one a watch. Um, what is Shirobako the movie? Is, do I have had to have watched like a an anime for that or something, like a Ye- season? Yeah. Yeah, it's a continuation of Shiro Bako, uh, the rig- like the TV series. I love the TV series for an anime I've never finished, but uh, <laughs> I-, I wanted to see the movie. But uh, you know, one of the problems is that anime movies can be kind of hard to come by in certain areas. So, and Shiro Bako wanted to wanted to play three states over, and I said, I don't like you enough for that, Shiro Bako. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad the the majority, if not all, of these um, nominees at least aired in the u.s or at least for overseas audiences um because i was worried mm-hmm. Crunchyroll would pull one that is only for japanese audiences and then expect us to know what the hell's going on well i think um they had like a prerequisites for the nominees one of them had to be like they needed to have distribution in the u.s during mm-hmm. 2021 mm, okay mm-hmm. that's good that puts more faith in in Crunchyroll. Um, okay, so Audrey, what is your prediction for what will win the category and then your personal pick if it's different? Uh, so quick question before that. Uh, how is this going to be voted on? Is it going to be like last year where everyone will vote in and also some selected judges will have their weighted scores on it? That's my I, understanding. And I feel like yeah. the fan votes will only will only be like a, a small percentage of mm-hmm. the what, what's yeah. factored in here. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, it's seventy percent judges, thirty percent voting, uh, regular voting. Ooh, so that makes it difficult. It depends on who the judges are. Uh, um, I'm going to presume they're all people on the YouTubes and you know a couple <laughs> of people who are in the PR sort of thing. So yeah, I briefly is Gigguk there? Is it Gigguk? <laughs> <laughs> I briefly looked at the list. I, there's one VTuber that I recognize. A VTuber. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh there's a VTuber. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Mouse. Oh, Iron Mouse. Yeah. 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 Oh well, um, never mind. <laughs> uh, other than that, okay. there's not many other names that I recognize. Some like journalists um so yeah whatever appeals to to their fancy i guess well i guess if it's less influencers and more like industry folk then i i feel a little bit more comfortable with that but who knows it's crunchy roll (laughs) yeah it's it's crunchy (laughs) i literally as far as hmm? never mind continue i'm just being stupid yeah i know Uh, as far (laughs) as what (laughs) i 
think we'll win. I agree with Matt. It's going to be a popularity contest between Evangelion and Demon Slayer. And I'm leaning more towards Demon Slayer because Evangelion, I feel, would leave a lot of people leaving the theater like, I don't get it. <laughs> so Demon Slayer, on one hand, being, you know, a very popular shonen, it also is going also has that uh that TV adaptation on streaming services, so you can actually watch it without going into a theater, which will give it a lot more exposure. Uh, so yeah, I, as far as what I think will win, is Demon Slayer. Okay. But what I hope will win is Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop, mm-hmm. and I've, as a disclaimer, I've seen three out of six of these films. I've seen Evangelion. Uh, no, I've seen two of them, Evangelion and Words Bubble Up. And, yeah, I, I love uh, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. The art style is beautiful, some wonderful, vibrant colors. The uh, romance in it is cute. The story is very sweet. And the emotional punch at the end of it just really got to me on a, like, deep personal level. Yeah, that was a good movie. I. I think Carl, correct me if I'm wrong. Like it was a, a project to celebrate a music studio's anniversary. Yeah, like a record label's anniversary. Um, and so yeah, I love the makes sense. Yeah, the music in it was great, especially I, like Audrey, like you mentioned. The there's that's like the story of one of the characters that is kind of involved with the music that you hear in the movie. Mm-hmm. That just it just tugs at your heartstrings. So this was one of my favorites too uh, of this list. Yeah. Yeah, just a lot of good music in the song. The uh the opener, uh Soda Bottle Boy, the music <laughs> that plays when uh the two characters are, you know, getting along with each other, texting each other, that nice little chime in the background. Even the, the Dharma Festival song, it's a it's a nice bop. It is a bop. It definitely is. Um and I'm I'm curious to know if yours is the same personal pick, Carl, but Tell us, what, what is your prediction for the winner and what your personal pick is? I think like everyone else mentioned, this is just going to be a popularity vote. <laughs> Mugen Train uh, will be my pick for this category. Um, yeah, I guess my personal vote, I did like Mugen Train. Um, certain parts of it um, did get me a little bit emotional. Uh, I think I like Josie the Tiger and the Fish as well. Um, so I would say between Josie and Words Bubble Up, uh, Josie was kind of like that, another like feel-good romance where one character is kind of just trying to find their way in the world, and then you have another character guiding them. And yeah, I, I, it was very cheesy. Like the ending I know is pretty cheesy, but I, I fall for that shit all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my personal pick would have would be Josie. Interesting. Well. I am the same but different um, as everyone else because my prediction for what will win the category is also Demon Slayer. I mean, if we're talking sheer dollars that it brought in or yen or whatever currency, um, I mean, it, it like destroyed every other movie. Um, but I'm going to be a normie here and say it's also my personal pick. Wow. Uh, just because... Uh, <laughs> just because it's, it's Demon Slayer. And I think while the story didn't grab me the same way the first season did, just the... The visuals and the animation I thought were spectacular. Now I haven't seen the Evangelion movie, um, but I think Audrey, you mentioned that like if people were to have left the theater feeling confused, um, that would probably kind of. I fucking did. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like Evangelion probably was 
more like pro- the people watching it are probably more of the diehard fans because I've seen Evangelion, but I didn't feel compelled to watch the movie. Maybe just because mm-hmm. Evangelion confuses me in general. Um, but I feel like there's more of a niche following for Evangelion than Demon Slayer, which is like, yeah, you know, like I said, almost normie level anime at this point. <laughs> so, so what you're trying to say is that it's boomer anime. <laughs> so it's gonna be that pe- that that group of people who are gonna vote for it. All right. Hey Heard. man, you know, I gotta I gotta stick with my gut here and stick with my heart. So I I'm going I'm going Demon Slayer Mugen Train for the personal. <laughs> I'm so- I mean. Oh, go ahead. It, it's it's got to be Demon Slayer yeah. for yeah. the win. I hate that, but watch it be like some left field pick. Like I don't even know Shirobako or something, and we're all wrong. We all lose the point. <laughs> watch this world Dang, heroes Shiro mission, the tiger and the oh, fish. <laughs> the Shirobako yeah. fandom so strong. We didn't even know about it. <laughs> all right, so on to the next category. It is Woo. best fantasy. So we have when this is kind of interesting. Mushoku Tensei, the first core. Although I think the second core finished through uh, by the end of 2021, didn't it? Didn't both cores like the whole thing was done in 2021? So I'm pri- I'm surprised it's just the first core that's listed here. Um, but anyway, we have Ranking of Kings, uh, Slime Anime Season Two, the case study of Vanitas to Your Eternity, and Wonder Egg Priority. Um, kind of a an interesting mixed bag here. So Matt, start us off. What are your what are your picks here? Um, this is honestly a really tough one. Uh, I always, you want to kind of, if I want to, if I actually want to win, then I'm actually gonna, like trying to think about what the popular vote is, you know? And the thing about it is that I, I think Mushoko Tensei is a really good show. I don't know why they're not including the entire thing. Cause yeah, it did end in like December. So that's confounding for me personally. If it was the whole entirety of Mushoko Tensei, I, I would vote for it, but the first has a lot of the problems that, you know, extends from that show. But I think my pick and also what I think will win is To Your Eternity because it's if you're in when you get invested into To Your Eternity, it becomes, you know, your favorite. And I know a lot of people just from the start, it really connects to them and it gets really sad. And everyone who like it's honestly a 75 25 sort of percentage from my experience the 75 of the people who i have known have seen it really really love it and the other 25 percent are people who have dumb bad opinions <laughs> <laughs> and uh the others i know nothing well i know about slime and slime is good and wonder egg priority didn't stick the landing and those other i started ranking of kings but i don't know enough to like say what it had what's it's got going on for it but I think To Your Eternity was both my vote and what I think will be the popular vote. Interesting. Okay. What about you, Audrey? Uh, well, starting off, I was today years old when I learned that that's how core is spelled. I thought it was C-O-R-E. That's what I thought, which, too. You know, made enough sense <laughs> for me to not question it. <laughs> but now that I've actually heard it in context, it makes... I get it now. But... As far as the topic at hand, I have only seen One Direct Priority in this section. And for that one, I don't feel... I I feel like its qualification for fantasy is dubious at best. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And even if I can get past that, I don't think it will, would be considered best fantasy. Uh, case studies of Vanitas is something I wanted to watch but dropped off. And I'll go. Ha- I'll have to go back to it at some point in the future because I didn't think it would bump off this hot. This hot. Um, but 
but my guess is what's going to be the winner. I want to say it's between Two Year Eternity and uh, Slimy Sekai. Uh, but I've heard a lot of Mushoka Tensei, even though I know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, that's actually something that's an interesting point for this uh, this award season, is that uh, Mushoko Tensei is really popular, but, you know, because of the context of, you know, the main character being a 36-year-old in a 10-year-old's body and him doing pervy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And what happens later on, I feel like it's, uh, some people view it as really problematic for some reason. And I mean, not to say that it isn't, not that I'm <laughs> encouraging that behavior. I'm just saying that I, I think that's why it's gotten snubbed in a lot of these, uh, a lot of these sort of categories too. I mean, yeah. that's it has similarities with slime in that person from one world immediately dies in the first five minutes and then just restarts as a new character in another world when we could just start there. But Mushoka Tensei has that added bit of uncomfortable. Perviness. L- listen, <laughs> listen. Rudy's horniness almost matches yours. <laughs> almost. It's a yeah. little bit, little bit less than what you are. But so it's... when when do I get by in my uh, reincarnation to a ten year old girl body? Uh... <laughs> when when you get hit by truck coon like Rudy did, or not Rudy, but before he became Rudy, I think he got hit by truck coon, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it always is. get hit by train coon, just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if you had to pick between those, shot in the dark, I guess, what would be what would be your pick? Mm-hmm. I trust Matt's pick because he's always right. Thank you, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hedge my bets and go with uh, To Your Eternity. To Your Eternity? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, well, then, Carl, what are your picks? Yeah, I think... It's going to be two-year eternity for this one. Although, I do like Ranking of Kings, but two-year eternity's story, I think, had vastly more of like an emotional impact on me. Although, Ranking of Kings isn't done, so we'll see if that if that also resonates. But, yeah, I mm-hmm. I didn't watch Musoka Tensei. All I know is what you tell me, that like the, the show was crazy. It was so good. that was one thing that I was considering. But, yeah. At Wonder Egg Priority, I know it crashed and burned, even though I, I didn't watch it at <laughs> all. But hearing your, Courtney's reactions to it, it was like, okay, this was probably not a good choice. But yeah, Two Year Eternity, I would say, is one of the unique ones in this category that I just think is very impactful. Well, you bring up a good point. And this is the problem that I had with the um, the Crunchyroll Awards last year, is that they're putting stuff on here that's not even done. Like Ranking of Kings, yeah. mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And I have high hopes that it'll end very well, not, you know, knock on wood. But it's not done yet. So I, you know, even if it if it's the most likely to win, I, I just, I feel so conflicted voting for it because I'm like, I don't know. It could it could crash and burn like Wonder Egg Priority did. We, we don't know how it's going to pan out. Mm-hmm. But for, for my pick, I'm going to be the loser here again. I'm actually going to go with Mushoku Tensei as what will win this category. Although Core 1 kind of gives me a bit of hesitation because I thought that Core 2 was much stronger than the, the first yeah. half. Um, but I'm still going to place my bets on Mushoku Tensei. But my personal pick is To Your Eternity because nothing hit harder last year than the Gugu Reem arc. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Why would you have to bring that up again? <laughs> Get ready for, yeah. for crying. <laughs> 
the the that's a that's a fair pick about Mushoko Tensei because you also got to look at some of the people who are just going to be mad that it's not <laughs> on like anime of the year, so they're just going to spam vote it for oh, any category. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I thought it, like it had such a nice like blend of fantastic animation, really interesting mm-hmm. pacing, and really good storytelling. It just was like the first half was super slow, but I still think it it was yeah. good enough to be a contender for for these categories. I just don't know why they didn't put all of Mushoku Tensei. Like, what what is the logic here? I I don't know. I don't know what why i don't know what crunchy rules deal is <laughs> <laughs> we need to write them a strongly worded letter about how they can do this better <laughs> hire us we'll we'll figure it out for next year <laughs> i'm just gonna my notes just gonna say everything on it and they're just gonna be like oh, yeah okay <laughs> neat all right so next category is best romance which for clarification purposes because i'm stupid and i didn't think about this <laughs> this is romance anime not couple in a romance anime so gotta shift my mindset a little bit here but for the nominees we have b stars which i think they mean b stars season two but i could be wrong yeah um fruits basket the final season don't toy with me miss nagatoro which i didn't realize was all in caps for some reason hori mia <laughs> Komi can't communicate and the duke of death and his maid um so yeah interesting spread here as well matt start us off with your picks um, I'm going to actually kind of repeat myself with my picks. Uh, I think my pick and what will also win will be Comey Can't Communicate. And I say that because I've, I've not finished Fruits Basket, but, you know, it topped Mal for whole of, like, the third season top Mal for whole of, like, two two hours before the Full Mel Alchemist fans got wind of it <laughs> and bumped it down. Oh, man. So I... I think there's something going on with it that can really be a winner, and I think that fa- everybody who I know likes Fruits Baskets or Fruits Basket loves Fruits Basket, but Comey Can't Communicate is really popular, and I think it's, of all six of these, I think it's the best. I think it's the funniest, and it has the most heart, regardless of if somebody might say, well, nothing happens. They just become <laughs> more free. And so, I mean, <laughs> hey, I like it. It's fun, it's funny, and it's cute, and it does legitimately touch my heartstrings so i think a lot of people really got a lot out of komi-san and i got a lot out of komi-san and uh, that's the one i'm picking that's what i'm staying with nice okay what about you audrey well i have no experience with any of these romance <laughs> anime uh, i swear to god all my contributions up higher on the list towards the uh, <laughs> the the main ticket items but <laughs> I remember trying to watch Duke of Death and his maid, and I got the gist of the anime in the first episode. I don't know how it developed or ended up, but it didn't keep me on. Uh, Beastars has a hot contender with that romance between Lagoshi and uh, Louis. Louis. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's got it's got good contender there, but I. I'm so fearful of the Nagatoro stands, the gluttons for punishment that just <laughs> love being bullied and whipped, and that they're just going to Stockholm Syndrome that to the top. But <laughs> Stop what is it? Is it hard living in your ivory fucking tower? <laughs> no, it's pretty great. Wish oh, you could well, be here, just... but you know, too dirty. <laughs> as far as what I think will win, I agree with Matt. Comey can't communicate because. I haven't seen the anime, but I remember seeing a lot of snippets of the manga, and they were all very, uh, very cute little hijink moments. 
with the you know basic premise of you know Comey can't communicate, huh? Who go figure? Yeah. Uh, yes, that's gonna be my pick for what I think will win, but what I hope will win <laughs> is Nagatoro, just because I'm like, being <laughs> an agent of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Nagatoro was my uh, guilty pleasure anime. I I started it not knowing what to expect, and like now I'm here for it. I cannot wait for season two. Mm-hmm. She she uh, bullied me right to my heart. <laughs> did you do a cosplay of her or something? I did. <laughs> so for, um, what was it? We had like, there was a convention that normally happens in Chicago. It got canceled, so we had a few friends over. And I was like, I've got parts of the, 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 co- the, the outfit. I'll just throw that on. Um, and yeah, I became I became Nagatoro for a day. I swear I didn't bully anybody. I didn't I didn't do anything bad. I just dressed as her. Carl's over there, just like yep, just quietly sniffling, <laughs> just nodding my head. She, she didn't do anything. She didn't you do anything that I'm allowed to bully. talk about. If you didn't bully, then what's the point? This is true. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, senpais. Senpai, Jesus. <laughs> Non-ska, senpai, non-ska. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's two votes for Comey. Um, Carl, I feel like I know what you're gonna what you're gonna pick here, but please enlighten us with your mm. picks. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna flip the flip the script. Oh, oh. I Ooh. think that Fruits Basket, the final season will win Ooh. this category is that just based on like you walking into the room while i was watching it my jaw was well, dropped <laughs> <laughs> well that was another one that you you just kept like complimenting over and over again and as, as matt said like mal it seems like really highly rated this so i feel like this is going to end up being the more popular even though my personal pick as with everyone is is call me can't communicate because i just that was such a wholesome romance mm-hmm. to watch yeah and I, I, like I said before, like I just eat up that cheesy shit, and I just <laughs> Comey is was just best girl, and every time like she had her little stutter, like you, I always felt like I had to protect her, and that <laughs> cell phone scene where <laughs> she accidentally <laughs> dials um, I don't know, like that. That just set me over the moon. It was very relatable. <laughs> I have to say, there were moments in Comey where I was like, that that literally happens. Like when uh, Tarano had the sesame seed on his face, and you're like, what's more uncomfortable, telling him he's got a sesame seed on his face or not telling him? I was like, I, I've been there. I've lived that. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, and her scenes of going to pick up orders and being super nervous about it, that's, that's real content right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so my picks... Um, both my prediction and my personal pick is Fruits Basket, the final mm-hmm. season. Um, if you mm-hmm. haven't watched it, I, I feel there is a reason why it's so highly rated on Mal. Um, it was, the whole show was a, an absolute wild ride. One of the craziest romance dramas I've ever seen in anime, but the way they, they finished the story was so perfect, so satisfying, um, so thoughtful, that I think that what, that's what plays into the fact that it was so well received, especially because I think the original Fruits Basket from um, several years ago was like a less than stellar adaptation. I think those fans were just so happy to finally have something that that told the story in a, a good way. Um, but just man, just watching that show, like I said, there was one there was one part. I think it was one of the climactic moments in the final season 
where I was watching in the living room and Carl walked downstairs to get something from the kitchen. He looks over at me and my jaw is just like absolutely dropped. And he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I couldn't tell him because it was a spoiler. But I'm like, you just got to watch Fruits Basket. It's so good. So that's my pick. We'll we'll see, though, because there's some there's some pretty strong contenders here. I'm surprised none of us picked B-Stars because I feel like the romance between not not Lagoshi and, and Louie, but uh, <laughs> the other romance there is uh, a pretty pretty strong factor for for that show. Well, like a, in the first season, maybe Lagoshi and Haru. Yeah, the second season, it's it literally do, it's more focused on Lu, uh, Louie and uh, Lagoshi. So I mean, yeah, on the second season, Haru takes a massive backstage for the yeah. whole show. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, she did feel yeah. pretty absent. And I mean, honestly, uh, <laughs> oh goodness, Hori Mia, I hate that show. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like Hori Mia, and I don't like it because so many people said, "Oh my gosh, Hori Mia, it's the best thing ever," and my contrarian brain said, "I'm well, I'm not gonna like it." Then, and then I watched it, and I said, "Well, I definitely don't like it." It's just, <laughs> didn't click with me but i do think that the people who like romance who like romance stories will get a lot out of it it just didn't click with me but it does have quality i just hate it because people people shoved it in my face yeah i i enjoyed horimiya but i didn't think it was as big of a hitter as people were making it out to seem i appreciated that like it was a different romance and that you actually got to witness a relationship versus like the lead up Mm -hmm. to a relationship um yeah. so that was nice but overall like i thought it was just it was it was good like it was just good yeah it wasn't great it was good the the ending when it ended i said that's a that's a nice spot to end i said that makes me feel better all right i'm gonna forget about you in a couple <laughs> weeks thank you for that thank you for your time <laughs> okay wait i have to ask because audrey you said you watched the duke of death and his maid i didn't even know that was a romance is that is that a romance like what is what is that about yeah so the theme the premises that the uh the titular duke has this curse upon him where if he touches anything it dies and the uh the maid has been affectionate for him ever since childhood and has worked in the house since she was a kid and is madly in love with the duke and knows about the curse and sticks with him uh, regardless of it and just teases him all the time about how he's going to ooh i'm going to kiss your finger and yeah. he's like, no, don't do that. You'll die. She's like, haha, just kidding. Still like you, though. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of a teasing romance anime. I was going to say, mm-hmm. it sounds a little like Nagatoro, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I watched the first episode, too, and I really liked it. But I, you know, with the seasonal onslaught that, we ha- that occurs every single season, it just fell lower and lower to my relevancy. And then I eventually just said, I'll come back someday interesting so it's good to see it was on a list somewhere well maybe i'll pick it up then because yeah if it, if it was good enough to to make it on crunchyroll's nominees then it's, i think that's mm-hmm. something to be said about it yeah you love yeah. your teasing shit don't you okay you know what <laughs> <laughs> this is like takagi-san okay yeah takagi-san is super fucking wholesome and so cute and it's it's just a great teasing anime i will say though uzaki-chan wants to hang out was yeah. poo poo, and that was a teasing anime. Okay, okay? so I, I didn't like that one. I don't know if you guys watched it, but I didn't like that yes. one. Yeah, yeah, I watched it too. 
That's not that's not teasing. That's a torturing. Like I felt like her personality was just the tits. I thought it was a joke, but no, I think her personality was just was just the tits. But anyway, at and least that didn't make it on here. It's gonna come out, and I'm gonna watch it because I hate yeah. myself. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to best drama. Um, this is going to be interesting. I'm looking at these nominees. So, for best drama, we have 86. Uh, I'm guessing first core because second core hasn't finished. Uh, Fruits Basket, mm-hmm. the final season. Kageki Shoujo. I don't know what that is. Um, Odd Taxi, To Your Eternity, and Wonder Egg Priority again for some reason. Uh, so, so Matt, what were your picks in this category? Uh, I am going to once again my my popular pick. I think is going to be. I don't know. I think it's gonna be to your eternity, but you know, free trust. I'm gonna lock in with to your eternity. But as you will see throughout these categories, my personal pick is Odd Taxi mm-hmm. uh, because uh, Odd Taxi is amazing and it deserves every single award that it will not win because it isn't Demon Slayer. <laughs> but I pick to your eternity. For winning this, but I I think Odd Taxi deserves deserves it leagues beyond these other jokers, <laughs> these other tools. Every single category it's in best comedy. It's not even that funny, but it's the best. So, all right, yeah, I have I have questions about that when we get to that category here in drama yeah. like that that I understand. I'm glad to see Odd Taxi's on here, but okay, all right. So we've got a one one vote one pick for to your eternity. Um, what about you, Audrey? So my personal vote, the one I'm hopeful for, is, of course, Odd Taxi, because, you know, it has layers of drama. It's Mm -hmm. core premise of a missing person, and then the big reveal at the end of it that no one was expecting but makes total sense. I did watch a bit of 86, and I watched the entirety of Wonder Egg Priority. Um, The drama in Wonder Egg, you know, is pretty good. Uh, 86... Uh, whatever apparently it's good <laughs> enough to get a second season so i might go back for that too Dang. but i'm gonna double down on odd taxi even though i don't think it will win i think it's gonna win mm-hmm. interesting okay okay um carl what about you I don't, this this category is kind of weird like just i feel like <laughs> some of these picks like they they fit drama but they can also fit in other categories and i guess that's what happens in best comedy when we get to that mm-hmm. um I, I liked Odd Taxi. I see it more if they had like a best thriller category. Like I think that would win hands down. Um, but I guess my pick, like Crunchyroll pick, <laughs> I think it's gonna be Fruits Basket. Um, I swear to God, if it's because of me, <laughs> I well, yeah, I, I'm trying to gauge this on both like what I think is popular and like what these these Crunchyroll judges are going to uh, kind of tend towards. Um, yeah, I would say my personal pick, it's between Odd Taxi and Two Year Eternity. Uh, I would say Two Year Eternity a little bit more. That story resonated me with me. Although I I love the thrill of Odd Taxi and learning more about like the the mystery behind the story. So wait, Two Year Eternity is your personal pick, but yeah. you're picking Fruits Basket for the the popular pick. Okay. Yeah, for the clout. For the clout. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to be right there with you. My Similar to the last category, for best drama, I'm picking Fruits Basket for both uh, the winner and my, my personal. For the reasons I shared before, it was a wild fucking ride. But I do have a question. What the hell is Kageki Shoujo? Did anyone watch that? 
No, I never heard of it till just now. Neither did I. I lit. Wait, you weren't in those episodes. I I watched the first four episodes of Kageki Shoujo. I enjoyed it, but that was also a season that I was really lax on and never never finished. I think it was really good. I don't know if I would consider it a. It is kind of a drama, I guess. Literally, the third episode has the one of the main characters talking about their creepy, uh, creepy parent's friend or whatever who tries to like molest them. Oh shit! It, yeah, you wouldn't think uh. it looking at that dude. It's not. It's not. It's not funny. Oh, it's okay. it's older adult on a little kid. Oh, can you just go ahead and like <laughs> amplify what what uh, what Audrey said? Just just get her just out of just straight up cancel that woman. Uh, can you cut that out? <laughs> no. Suffer. Uh, yeah, Kageki Shoujo. It was it was pretty good. I mean, I just didn't finish it because onslaught of shows. Interesting. I that's uh, a somewhat of a similar theme to Wonder Egg Priority. And what killed me about Best Drama is I, I wanted to pick Wonder Egg as my personal pick because the themes they tackle in that show. Um, I mean, that took a lot of bravery, and and the way they did it, I thought was very just honest and yeah. not like too in your face. But they blended this like gorgeous, fun, bubbly atmosphere with these incredibly dark and tragic themes. But then they mm-hmm. just fucked it up at the end, so I can't yeah. give it any credit because I'm <laughs> like that story was meant for. It, I think it, it would have stuck with me for a long time, but. They didn't stick the landing, and so I'm. Um, I don't want to remember that I ever watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. They turned y- it into a hard sci-fi story just out of the blue for like the last two or three episodes, when it came from nowhere and didn't have to be that way. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely. It's it's basically like watching a psychological drama, and then at the end, like someone say, "The reason why you're psychologically dramatized is aliens," and then you just say, "Oh, <laughs> it was aliens all along." <laughs> Neat. Yeah, that's basically what the ending is. It's it was it was the dogs. It was the <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, I don't know, man. And wondering pops up in multiple categories. So like, I I'm glad to see that it's got some visibility still. But man, they had like three four months to get that last episode right, and that was like that was just straight up poo poo. Um, so it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm conflicted with that one. Um, but let's move on to best comedy because I'm a little confused by by some of this. Um, so the nominees for best comedy are Doint 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 Toy <laughs> Doint <laughs> Toy with me, Miss okay. Nagatori. You know what? I'm gonna embrace that one. <laughs> um, Heaven's Design Team, Komi Can't Communicate. Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, and Odd Taxi. Um, so yeah, I think we alluded to this earlier. Odd Taxi is kind of the the interesting one here, but uh, the odd one out. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he did it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, Matt, what what are your thoughts here in this category? I my pick uh, to win will be Comey Can't Communicate. It's legitimately funny. Uh, the I've seen Dragon Maid and I've seen Uramichi and I've seen Nagato and I've seen Nagatoro and Altaxi. I don't know what Heaven's Design team's doing over here, but uh, all of them are really funny in their own special, unique way. Except Odd Taxi, what's just <laughs> there. Uh, there are funny moments, but I would never remotely consider that a comedy. So it must have been a slow year for funny, I guess. Uh, I think though that Comey can't communicate will win, and it's also my pick because. 
uh, a lot of times anime for me when it's comedic just makes me smile but Comey at least got a good laugh out of me in every episode. But if I had finished Uramichio Nissan, I might lean more that way because uh, its sense of humor has absolutely resonated with me because it's so bitterly uh, so bitterly jaded and cynical, <laughs> and I love that. It's like the but millennial I, anime. That's how I felt. It really is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going to lock in with Comey on both my pick and what I think will win. Excellent. Okay. And I, I do want to comment because we brought up Odd Taxi. You mentioned it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know why it's here under comedy, but like something like uh, Way of the House Husband is not on here. Not to say, so Way of the House Husband, I know it had its issues oh, yeah, with like point. animation and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. to me, that it's more of a comedy than Odd Taxi is. Like Odd Taxi has funny moments, but I think Way of the Husband, Way of the House Husband is a straight up comedy in the purest sense. Yeah. But but this is the Crunchyroll Anime Award. Yeah. Right. Crunchyroll <laughs> Slide PowerPoint Award. <laughs> uh. It's probably because they're salty it was a Netflix exclusive, but you know. Mm. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but they've got Comey all over this, so. Yeah. yeah that's odd. That's true. That's that's odd. That's odd. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use that joke <laughs> now and steal it. <laughs> um, all right, Audrey, what are your picks? Uh, I, am, I am befuddled by your mention of way the house husband yeah i have no idea why it's not on here because that would definitely get my personal vote because that was absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. yeah and as far as what i think will win it'll, it will be comey can't communicate uh kobayashi's dragon maid like odd taxi has funny moments but i wouldn't call it a comedy uh dragon maid is like a wholesome slice of life show with action and comedy moments odd taxi has no reason to be here just whatsoever <laughs> yeah so uh professional pick is Komiket communicate personal pick is urumichi onisa because it is my brand of humor all the way like the depression humor i get it it resonates with me but also the the professional relationship between all of these characters just feels real and completely genuine yeah, I agree. And can we just, you know, quick quick acknowledgement, quick shout out for an anime that actually follows working adults instead of high right. schoolers. I was like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, but following working adults who are having multiple life crises. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I know that I mentioned Comey had a lot of relatable moments. It it doesn't come close to the amount of relatable moments that Uemichio <laughs> Nissan had. It was, it was great. Um, okay, so then Carl, what are your picks? I think I'm going to go with Audrey here. I think my Crunchyroll pick would be Comey. Um, it is a fantastic rom I would say it's like it's like the ideal life that we all would want it, like in our romantic lives. And my personal pick, as with everyone else, it would be Wadamichi Oni-san because it's just too real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that dick joke in the, I think it was the first episode. Oh, the dick joke. That, that was, was so good. Probably the best like comedic segment um, of last year. <laughs> I would just like to highlight for for everybody involved that Carl was like, oh, it's our ideal romantic life, a partner who doesn't talk. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I see where, where your mind's at. <laughs> I'm oh, over here on the Nagatoro side, and you're over there on the Komi side. <laughs> and yeah, the other thing is, like, it's just so... Odd that uh, I said odd, odd again, my God. But yeah, I don't know why Odd Taxi is here. I, again, I think it fits in a better in a different category. And I kind of feel bad because I feel like it's going to be the underdog in most of these. But it, it is 
it's a fantastic show in its own right. Yeah. Yeah. What if, what if you both try a uh, a new thing where you have a Nagatoro month and then a Komitan month? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I could go a whole month without talking. Carl would probably love that, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my pick, I'm gonna be the, the weirdo again here. And I, I kinda phoned it in um and went with what I thought would be like the, the true popular vote. I picked the winner to be Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, but now I sound like an idiot because Audrey, you described that it's not as much of a comedy, so I'm like, oops. But I gotta, I gotta stick with my original vote. I'm not gonna change it, so that's my uh, my prediction. But my personal would be Comey can't communicate because it was just like off the wall hilarious. Like it, it was that perfect blend of crazy, insane moments. And, and like really good humor where it never felt like it was too much or like too in your face um so i, I enjoyed that that wild ride that was komi-san mm-hmm. oh my god that was so funny that was the the race scene right where yeah, she says he, that uh, tadno just got that second yeah. wind he got that super saiyan moment that was great <laughs> <laughs> all right so on to best action Oh, here's where it gets hairy oh because we've got this thing called Attack on Titan, <laughs> final season yeah. part one, <laughs> and this thing called Demon Slayer, although it's Mugen Train arc, so that that, that may sway things. Um, we've also got this thing called Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, mind you. Ooh. Um, I'm not, okay, I'm going to butcher this. SSSS Dynazenon. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say yeah, that's that. that's it. Okay, cool. I got it right. Okay, cool. Uh, VV Fluoride Eyes Song and... Wonder Egg priority again for some reason. Um, so yeah, very, very uh, split set of nominees, I'd say. Um, but Matt, start mm-hmm. us off. I this is anytime Attack on Titan appears in one of these categories, I have a meltdown <laughs> because I do not know what to choose on it for myself and for the viewers or voters. Mm-hmm. Because I really think that Attack on Titan will get it for best action, despite the fact that that season didn't have a lot of action till the end. Yeah, uh, it was kind of mixed, but it, you know, it, it was such a good, it was such a great ride uh, up to that point. It was such a great ride throughout, you know. But it's not my favorite show out of this lot. My, but I think it is my pick. I lock it in because it is just the Attack on Titan juggernaut that will not stop. It's mm-hmm. behemoth, you know. Uh, but my personal pick is Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, just because a lot of the action that was involved in uh, JJK in the part, the second part was really fun, really engaging. I mean, the uh, My Best of Friendo fight is <laughs> just has, lives rent-free in my head forever. Uh, but it's my it's become my new shonen obsession. And I I remember when we first did this, I was very like, it's not even finished. So dumb. <laughs> but now I'm just like, Jujutsu Kaisen deserves everything. It deserves all the love in the universe, please. But I, I think when MAPPA versus MAPPA, <laughs> we both lose. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't uh, even realize that. <laughs> wow, didn't notice it. Yeah. Oh, poor Wit Studio, not with the Attack on Titan credentials this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like watching your ex be with somebody better, and you're just oh, like, yeah. this is Vivi. She's got a Bachelor of Science, and she she's works got- at Starbucks. She's got Fluorite Eyes Song. Like, that's nice, Wit. That's that's nice. Me and Attack on Titan are just going to go over here and just uh, be everybody's darling. But you do you. It's nice to see you again, Viv- uh, Studio Wit Studio. But uh, I, my choice will be uh, Attack on Titan to win it. 
Jujutsu Kaisen is my personal pick. Okay, you bring up a good point about studios. I actually didn't look at the studios, and I think like we've got the biggest studios in the action arena represented here. So I, I am happy about that part of it. Um, Mappa, Wit Studio, Ufotable, Trigger, and Cloverworks. I mean, those are like mm-hmm. some of those. I I could see Kyoani being on here, but I know that they're still kind of playing a little bit of catch up after what happened with them. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I am glad to see that at least the the good studios when it comes to action sequences are, are represented here um but with that audrey share share with us your picks okay so i've watched wonder Egg priority attack on titan i've seen like three episodes of vivi and i've seen clips on youtube of jujutsu kaisen uh wonder Egg priority had some good fights mm-hmm. you know conceptually and the animation was stellar for it but it does kind of break down a bit towards the end of the fights because you know, it's supposed to be these certain girls' depression or trauma is haunting them. And then these other people just whack it with a mace till it disappears. Kind of falls flat. Uh, Attack on Titan, I feel like for all these categories, it's going to be like me putting C on multiple questions in a row. Starts to get suspicious if I <laughs> vote everything Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Um and like Matt says, it has good action for like a couple minutes, and then the real meat of it is actually the, uh, like the the intrigue and motivations of the characters. But I'm doing some preparation for the upcoming best fight, and like there's two Jujutsu Kaisen fights in that one, and they're both fucking good. Yeah. So what I think will win, unfortunately, it's Attack on Titan, because you know fanboys <laughs> <laughs> but i hope jujutsu kaisen will win so i'm gonna double down for jujutsu kaisen dang interesting okay all right carl what about you yeah i don't think there's gonna be any contest i think attack on titan is just gonna dominate any category that it's in <laughs> <laughs> just because of its popularity so i'm gonna say crunchyroll pick will be attack on titan final season part one uh, my personal pick is actually gonna. I would say the Mugen Train arc. I just always think that the the combat in there, in like Demon Slayer, it flows. It's just gorgeous to look at. Although the only caveat there is the the meat train itself. <laughs> the meat kinda... train. Oh yeah, the bubblegum looking meat <laughs> yeah. train. Yeah. Um, PlayStation One. <laughs> <after> <laughs> <the> meat train. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, I, I just love the action scenes in that movie or i guess in that that arc if you're watching the tv adaptation yeah that's weird Uh, so is this is this nomination for the tv like portion of it and then like in obviously best film was the the movie that's kind of confusing to me that they have both adaptations on here Mm -hmm. like why not just go with the movie at that point I didn't realize that. Yeah, now that you mentioned it. I don't know, man. Crunchyroll. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> doubling for, down. Yeah, for for my picks, uh, I'm the same. I think it's gonna go to Attack on Titan, but I completely agree that it probably shouldn't because, as we're seeing, without spoils, as we're seeing just in these first three episodes of the final season, part two, that alone has way more action than we got in the entirety mm. of fuck part yeah. one. So good. So yeah, I I, I hope that it's on uh, on this uh, list for for next year because then it would sweep that whole category um but my my personal pick i wanted to originally say vivi just because it 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 had really good animation but i would say it had a good fight scene it didn't have Mm. the best action overall like there's that one fight scene towards the latter half um of the 
of the show. Um, I don't even know who was fighting some like young guy and and uh, I think maybe Vivi were fighting each other and the animation was absolutely insane. But one fight isn't enough for me to like call it the best action anime of the year. So I'd say personally, Jujutsu Kaisen second half um, would be uh, would be what I'd I'd want to see win this. But it'll be Attack yeah. on Titan, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so best ending sequence. Uh, I'm excited about these next two because it's fun to talk about music and mm-hmm. anime. So we have um, Shogeki, which is the ending for Attack on Titan, final season part one. Yasashi Suisei, which is the ending for Beastars, I assume, season two. I don't know why that's not specified yes. there. Um, Shirogane, which is the ending for the Mugen Train arc of Demon Slayer. Nai Nai, which is the ending for Shadow's House. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, Infinity, which is the ending for Skate the Infinity. And Gambare Kamoko-san no Theme, which is the uh, I'm a Spider. So I'm a Spider, so what? Ending theme song. <laughs> Um, spider isekai spider yeah spider isekai (laughs) (laughs) um matt what are your what are your picks for this uh this one this is this stresses me out uh obviously i'm gonna say i'm actually gonna say that it it's gonna be attack on titan but i don't think it should be obviously uh Mm -hmm. but i am torn i am torn between it uh, the b stars one and the skate the infinity one because all three of them elicit like emotion from me. Just hearing the ending of the the final season of Attack on Titan, that first one, it always gets me like, it just gets me uh, excited, I guess, in a way. But the ending of B Stars really hit like an emotional sort of high beat for me, just because of the context of it, what it mm-hmm. means to the anime and the song itself. And then Skate the Infinity is just a bop. The uh, it's so it's so it it's so skate the infinity that ed <laughs> and the visuals are so appealing it's just such a good ed but i i can't i can't listen to really think about that b stars ed without getting a little bit teary or sad and the visuals just really clicked for me and then when it was used in the episode it was used in it really just hit me even harder so i'm gonna say that the winner's obviously gonna be attack on titan but my pick is the b stars one okay yeah and i know what you mean like when they when they bring in the ed or even the op in the middle of the episode you're like oh shit something big's about to happen (laughs) that's a real moment yeah (laughs) um okay audrey what about you so if that's a damn shame about Attack on Titan, because if, if it was any other ED, then it would be a, a slam dunk. Like, if it was the second ED, mm-hmm. or the, especially the third one, which is which Matt knows is my favorite. Yeah. Um, but as good as the ED is for Final Season Part 1, it doesn't hit as hard as some of the other EDs here. Uh, I also agree with Skate the Infinity, because, you know, it's fun. It has a nice calm little musical beat and you get to see all these characters during their their faults in their skating career eating curb (laughs) (laughs) nutcracker (laughs) (laughs) and you get to see all these characters and how they deal with uh you know wiping out except for adam who of course is censored for public Mm -hmm. reasons um but my vote goes to b stars because it is a beautiful ED on its own, but how it is used in the, in the show elevates it to such an immense level. Uh, like, they creatively don't use it in the episode prior when the big thing happens, and then they use this very 
very nicely creative use of playing the ED as the OP for the following episode and have that seamlessly lead, lead into the action or the context of the episode. And like it works fantastically by itself as like a a storyline for Louie and his struggle, but then it plays into like the last like the the following thoughts of a certain character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh I'm afraid Attack on Titan will win this the vote. I'm hoping for B stars. Okay, I want to make sure I get this right. So, is your is your pick for the the winner um Attack on Titan or B stars? Uh, I'm going to say B stars. Okay. I, I I have confidence in the fan base. <laughs> <laughs> I have confidence Sweating. in the furries. <laughs> um, okay, Carl, what about you? To be honest, I only know um, two songs off of this list. Uh, so I would say my country roll pick would be Shirogane uh, for the Mugen Train arc. Although we didn't have, or like I didn't watch the TV adaptation, but um, so I'm just basing this solely on hype factor especially because i think lisa was the one who sang this um and who doesn't love lisa i know she had a pretty difficult year last year um so hopefully she can get a win out of this one i guess my personal would be the attack on titan ed shogeki um it's so haunting and it's so like ethereal and hearing mm-hmm. it after like really impactful episodes that kind of leave you with like a shock factor and then just going right into that it kind of provides you with like a little bit like a peace of mind or a meditative moment just to kind of process things um so but i guess honestly i would have my personal pick would have been um, way, way of the house husband's ed and i know that's not on this list oh that's a good one <laughs> which just it sounds like a yakuza karaoke song <laughs> but yeah yeah obviously uh crunchyroll hates uh way of the house husbands Crunchyroll hates netflix <laughs> uh, okay so then my pick uh i think my pick's the same for both the winner and uh my personal i'm gonna go with demon slayer just because lisa is a fantastic artist and Every time she has a song for Demon Slayer, it elicits like intense emotion. Um, and I felt the same here. And it's Demon Slayer, so maybe it can it can uh, top this category, even though Attack on Titan's on here. Something's got it. I just don't want a whole sweep of Attack on Titan because like that ending was good, <laughs> yeah. but I felt like it wasn't the best that we got of the entire season. So yeah, that's that's my pick. Um, Let's see. Next up is opening sequence. So no surprise, we have Boku no Senso, which is Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1's opening. Um, we have Kaibutsu, which is Beastars Season 2 opening. Uh, Vivid mm-hmm. Vice, Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2. I Know Supreme, which is the Kobayashi's Dragon Maid opening. Odd Taxi, which is, guess what? The Odd Taxi opening. And then Whoa. we have <laughs> we have Crybaby from Tokyo Revengers. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts here? I'm on, I'm having a molecular breakdown. (laughs) I, I absolutely, I think I'm about to really hot, spicy take, you know, hot plate, hot plate take right here. Uh, I think the final season part one's ED, uh, OP is actually the best of Mm -hmm. the entire Attack on Titan, uh, series just because of the sheer emotional emotion it gets me. 
and how it relates to the story. Like, yes, Sasageo is great. Yes, haha, Sasageo, Sasageo. <laughs> but every time that OP played for Attack on Titan, I felt foreboding, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just it just got me into the mood to watch Attack on Titan. Uh, it captured despair. It captured war. And, you know, at the time, that's really what the story was about. So I and these other ones, I want Odd Taxi to win it. I, I really do because that one is so layered and it's such a chill bop. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And I mean, who cares about the second Jujutsu Kaisen? <laughs> I didn't like that one. <laughs> no, no, I don't know of anybody who does. No, the first and, one uh, always takes the cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Crybaby was really good, but I looking back on it, it just seemed like a generic anime OP when I reflect on it. And I really like the song for the B-Stars OP, but the visuals were not to my liking, although I think they're spectacular. So I'm just going to – I am i don't think Attack on Titan's going to win this one, though, you know? Like, I think I so, know so many people who hated that OP. Yeah. For, hated it for no reason. I think it was just so drastically different mm-hmm. than everything Link mm-hmm. to Ryzen put out that everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But that the the fourth OP, the one that was a slow little song, that one, you know, I mean, we had that before, so right. shouldn't that have been expected? I I just don't know. I think, I think Odd Taxi will win it. I that's my personal vote because if you see the OP, you see the style in it, you like it, and I think there's so much controversy around the opinions related mm-hmm. to the Attack on Titan OP. So I'm actually going to flippy flop on this one and say the Crunchyroll vote will be Odd Taxi, but my personal vote is the Attack on Titan one. And I have to just say, of all of these, can we acknowledge that Attack on Titan didn't spoil anything for that opening? Like, there were no spoilers. I'm like, thank you. That is absolutely amazing. I mean, this time around, there's a couple of spoilers that pop up, but I mean, that's such a rare moment when we get an opening that doesn't just tell us the entire fucking plot of the season. Yeah. What do you mean there's spoilers in this new one? I thought the, the Colossal Titan were just having a parade and <laughs> celebration or something. They're just yeah. hanging out. I don't hanging know. Out. They're, just, they're be- just hanging out. There's It was a vibe. They were vibing to the metal. <laughs> just because the Colossal Titans are having a mall stroll and that the song is literally titled The Rumbling doesn't mean the rumbling's going to happen. <laughs> that's just You yeah. don't Tricky. know. It's just coincidence. Don't. <laughs> watch we all get baited and it actually doesn't happen and we're all like what what the hell man if the I rumbling really doesn't lose my happen, head i will didn't. tank it <laughs> oh man all right audrey what are what are your picks uh let's see so i'm picking between attack on titan b stars kobayashi and odd taxi those are the ones i've seen i've seen crybaby but it's forgettable it's like yeah. you said generic kobayashi is cute like hella cute and the animation is nice and fluid just like for the fight scene that'll be uh up ahead but you know it's compared to the other ones it's just you know characters moving in outfits uh b stars that's what dancing is you stupid oh yeah <laughs> i'm aware and i don't like it <laughs> i don't like dancing <laughs> uh b stars like the music is good i still prefer the first one but that's just me and the visuals are still good, but again, the first one is hard to beat. It's, it's such a shame they had to follow that one up. Um, Attack on Titan, uh, I really like that OP. A lot of people don't. 
and I feel like there's so much about the like the meta about Attack on Titan. How we're just going into Marley, and it's under a new studio with a new OP style, which is mm-hmm. you know almost it, it's too weird to not think it was planned. Mm-hmm. And it perfectly encapsulates that like imperialism, that industrial war like nature of Marley and it puts that in well and yeah. it's weird how as the as the final season part one goes on that last image of the of Aaron as a titan being encased in stone becomes more and more frightening and foreboding mm-hmm. even though it's not changing and I check to make sure yeah it's still the same <laughs> each time <laughs> it's that it's that stinger that that uh, huh, 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 at the yeah. end that gets you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my let's see, my personal vote is going to be on taxi because of, like Matt said, all of the little, the little hints that are in it, like when uh the little cattail that's in the doorway of Otakawa's room, all of the characters shown with their interactions with each other and their, uh, you know, their defining feature. Like that, uh, that one white monkey is always swiping on dating sites. The uh, mm-hmm. cat kid is jumping through and collecting erasers in his video games. Um, llama nurses, capoeira <laughs> kick, Al- alpaca <laughs> nurse, <laughs> llama rump. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> um, so the personal vote is gonna be on taxi. <sighs> Crutch roll vote though, that's tough. Mm-hmm. B-Stars. B-Stars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like it. B-Stars. No, that's stupid. Attack oh. on Titan. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be reasonable. Wow. All right. Attack on Titan. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, Carl, you're up next. Okay. Um, I only know four of these songs. So Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen, Odd Taxi, Tokyo Avengers, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I, I would say it, it was forgettable. <laughs> um, yeah. So that one's out. Odd Taxi, I I did dig it. That song is is a bop, very chill. Um, I love the visuals of it, uh, especially with the uh, the I think what's his name Otakawa, the walrus driver, and he always tries yeah. to like wipe off the the poop <laughs> off his window. I just love that. <laughs> Any OP it. that has poop in it is uh, a winner. <laughs> and, just a little bit more. You're yeah, almost there. <laughs> yeah. And I might be wrong on this, but I feel like every time we watched um, uh, Taxi, they would cut out certain parts of this OP. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I wasn't imagining things then, which I thought was I kind of... the same feeling. Yeah. I think Matt explained to me that they did it for runtime issues. Oh, okay. That's what I thought too. Yeah, because yeah, I've never seen that before with like other anime that we watched. It was interesting, Um, but I think Crunchyroll pick. I'm actually gonna go with Attack on Titan, uh, final season part one, and yeah, I'll I'll admit like I was a skeptic with this OP at first too, just because it was so different. But it it really Mm -hmm. grew on me. Uh, we talked about how it really doesn't spoil anything. It's it's more like watching like a, a Marley propaganda film, um, mm-hmm. especially with like the the soldiers that do like the goose step. Um, and I think this yeah this op is ingrained in my head for a stupid reason because on TikTok 
there's this Japanese <laughs> guy who is known for like being the world's fastest snapper, like with snapping his fingers. And most of his TikToks are of him singing the da 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 da, and he's just snapping his fingers the whole time. Oh, I remember this. Just show me. This. Yeah. <laughs> so like now, this song is just stuck as an earworm in my head, and I mm-hmm. hear the snap, like the TikTokers snapping to it too. Um, but yeah, I, I it was a different OP than what we expect from a Hack on Titan, but I dig it. Um, so that's my Crunchyroll pick. My personal pick, and I'm feel like this might be the same for Courtney, Well, is Crybaby from Tokyo Revengers. Um, I guess, like, the way I look at OPs is I like them by how likely I am to sing them in karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this is one that I would definitely whip out. Uh, I guess it is kind of standard now that uh, Matt was talking about it. But I think this one, too, like, visuals-wise, it didn't really spoil anything. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the 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 musical makeup of it is interesting where it starts off kind of sleuthy and then goes into this kind of medium slow to medium rock uh rhythm yeah i'm 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 gonna be the fucking normie here again i'm both of my picks are gonna be crybaby by tokyo <laughs> Revengers. <laughs> i think um i i echo a lot of what everyone said uh, especially about odd taxi and about attack on titan i think that when you when you just think about like the the popularity of a song crybaby came in like a whirlwind and at least in the the you know the the areas of the community that that i'm active in like people just love the shit out of the song and this op which visually i agree is like not the most like incredible thing ever um but there's like a there's a, a following behind this song and just in, with tokyo renders in general um, that I feel like could propel it to maybe win this uh, this category, um, but watch me eat those words later if it doesn't. <laughs> so that that's that's gonna be my pick. I'm I'm sticking to it. <laughs> All right, now we're getting into um, some gray territory for myself, admittedly, and that is best voice acting performance for the English dub. We mm-hmm. have Brittany Cox who voiced Fena in Fena Pirate Princess. Laura Bailey, who voiced Toru Honda in Fruits Basket, the final season. Adam McArthur, who voiced Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. David Wald, who voiced Adam from Skate the Infinity. Um, Matt Shipman, who voiced Reki Kion in Skate the Infinity. And, okay, here we go. I'm going to butcher it. Aniris. Uh, uh, Aniris. Kinyones, uh, <laughs> who voiced Rika Kawaii in Wonder Egg Priority. Um. Yeah, I don't know anything, so I'm gonna lean on everyone else. Matt, what did what did you pick here? Uh, I almost doxed myself looking at these names. I was like, <laughs> "Dang, I have a lot in common with some of these people." Uh, um, I don't know anything about English dub. Uh, my pick for both will be Laura. Will be Laura Bailey as Toru Honda. Okay. Um, Audrey, what about you? So I'm kind of sad that uh. Princess, Pri- wait, no, Princess Crystal is an old ass anime. Never mind, that did not come <laughs> out this year. Uh, I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> I listened to Escape the Infinity dubbed after my roommate showed me a TikTok of the dub when it was releasing. Uh, my vote, my personal vote is going to be for David Wald as Adam for for his uh, golden lines, as in. What's up, bitches and bros and non-binary hoes? <laughs> 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 and also, my al- 
favorite follow-up line. Don't worry, Langa. Daddy knows you can take it. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So I've not seen the dub in its entirety, but it feels like this is one of those ghost stories type dubs where they said to the dubbing team, as long as you get these core lines in and the basic premise in, you can say whatever the hell you want. Because <laughs> I can for sure damn tell you they don't, did not say those in the in the subs. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, those are some bold ass lines. <laughs> Creative license. There you go. We'll call I, it that. <laughs> yeah, I went back and listened to Recky uh, from Skate and Rika from One Direct Priority dubbed, just because no you know I'm familiar <laughs> no with <cap>. cap. <laughs> I'm familiar with those shows. Uh, Recky is a good close second uh, for my personal choice. Rika, uh, Iris did a good performance, but. My problem with it, with a lot of high school dubs, is that their voice feels too old for the character. Mm, yeah. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> Totes, fellow kids. <laughs> so my professional pick is David Wald. My Crunchyroll pick. Uh, hey Matt, did you listen to uh, Jujutsu Kaisen dubbed? No, I watched it subbed as it was airing. Mm-hmm. I think Laura Bailey will get it b- just because she's been the voice of uh, Toru and she does a great job as Toru. Oh. I mean, I only watch Fruits Basket dubbed. Okay, I'll go with uh, Laura Bailey then. Okay. Just on Matt's recommendation. So I'm I'm riding on you, Matt. Don't <laughs> fail me. So if he's wrong, <laughs> then, uh, yeah. then it's going to be a talk later. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay, Carl. What about you? Any any clue? Any any pick here? Um, <laughs> yeah, Laura Bailey's the only VA that I'm familiar with. Um, so I'm gonna say my Crunchyroll pick is her. And we were discussing earlier that I didn't realize she used the voice of uh, not Spider Man, Mary Jane. The voice of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing if she, if she had that vocal range. Spectacular, but. even. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, was it Mary Jane in the Spider-Man uh, PlayStation game, and I think Abby in Last of Us Part Two, and like a, a host of other things. Um, so yeah, she would be my Crunchyroll pick. Um, my personal pick would probably be Anirus, just for the memes with with the no cap line. <laughs> <laughs> You're sold on that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'm gonna be the the odd man out yet again. I found it, and I'm like Jujutsu Kaisen, just because it's probably gonna be popular. Uh, I have no fucking idea who Adam MacArthur is. I didn't hear any of his uh, performances, but he's he's got my vote. Um, so there you go. But let's move on to a category where I feel like we have a little more knowledge and experience. Uh, and that would be Best VA Performance Japanese. So uh, we have Ayane Sakura, who voiced Gabby Brown in Attack on Titan. Yuki Kaji, who voiced Aaron Yeager in Attack on Titan. Uh, Kiyoshi Kobayashi, who voiced Daisuke Jigen in Lupin Third Part Six, um, Natsuki Hanai, who voiced Odokawa in Odd Taxi, Aoi Yuki, who voiced Kumoko, the little spider in So I'm a Spider, So What, Kanata Aikawa, who voiced Ai Oto in Wonder Egg Priority. Uh, Matt, what are you thinking with this category? Uh, well, uh, I kind of want to give it both to Yuki Kaiji. Purely because my stupid butt was did not recognize him as Aaron Yeager when he was, you know, in the uh, the Marvel, you know, 
when he was who he was. <laughs> I said, dang, they're focusing on this dude a lot. That's weird. And then, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> but, but um, I do think that I don't. I I cannot take if these people are doing a fantastic job or not. I don't speak the language, you know. But I think the performance that Yuki Kaiji had to deliver it, it, it sounded it sounded okay resonated with me I guess in a lot of uh, the last scenes but really and truly um, I think the popular vote will more than likely go to Aaron Yeager maybe I'm just thinking that everybody simps on Attack on Titan knowing good well there are people who anti-simp <laughs> on it but I, I think Aaron Yeager will win it for the best performance but I really do want to? I, my personal pick will be for Kanata Aikawa as the voice of I. She had to. There are a lot of scenes that really worked well because just the performance she was doing in her fight scenes and stuff, and the fear in her voice, and just how well she portrayed fear and you know care and all that. I, I really think it was the only performance. It was when I looked at this category, it was the only one that kind of popped in my mind. You know. So I I I vote Aaron to win, but I think I did the best. Yeah, I gotta I gotta um, piggyback off of that because I think um, the voice acting performance for Ioto she did a great job of portraying how awkward that character is. Like it, she's supposed to be awkward, mm-hmm. um, and then have that character development, yeah. and she just it felt so natural because sometimes like awkward performances can come off a little bit forced, but it was just it was a perfect fit for for that character. So I, I agree there. Oh yeah, it, it's definitely one of those one of those roles where the character meshed seamlessly with uh, the voice and all, so it really did work in favor to make I a very memorable character, even if her anime, you know, kind of stumbled yeah. towards the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, Audrey, what are your picks? Uh, it's kind of a shame because I agree with a lot of what you're saying about I, uh, but the problem is since Japanese is not my native language. Uh, even though I can tell the tone of what people, what these characters are saying, it doesn't really stick, which is why I usually try to watch dub so I can, because I tend to remember dialogue and scenes from dub versions a lot better. Um, I'm familiar with all of these except for Jigen from Lupin the Third. I'm curious about that, that parenthetical Daisuke Jigen episode zero. Does he yeah, show just yeah. in that episode? Does he have a different voice actor in later episodes? It must have been a wild performance well, if he only had one episode and was nominated. <laughs> uh, well, the note that I can contribute to that is that um, the Japanese voice actor or uh, actress of uh, Jigen is one of the longest. She's They've performed that character the longest of, I think, any animated character. I might be talking on my butt, but it's something really notable. Hmm to how long they've been voicing them. Or maybe this person voiced them when they were younger or something. I don't know. But I do know that, that Jigen has had the same voice actor since uh, Lupin And that was in, like, know. the 70s or something when like, that yes, show initially 70s. aired? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Uh, I'm confounded by the inclusion of Gabby from Attack on Titan. I Like, of all the characters... I'm shocked that Gabby is up here. <laughs> like, sure. Gabby. Like, her voice acting doesn't stick out any more than any other character of Attack on Titan, I guess. Maybe? Maybe prominence? I don't know. Kumoko from So Inspire So What is, uh, you know, just high-pitched and shrill. 
I did not care for it. Maybe it worked <laughs> well for that character, but I don't care. Otakawa, kind of the opposite, very monotone, even though it's appropriate for that character. Doesn't have a lot of variety to it. Uh, but mm. both my picks are going for Aaron Yeager because, um, you know, like you said, when he was disguised, you did not know it until that moment it was literally revealed. And he does a good job of portraying Aaron Yeager from, you know, being a young, bright-eyed boy wanting to free the world of Titans to this old and jaded and weary man who just is disillusioned with the whole world. And mm-hmm. going from that also to his primal yells whenever he's in Titan form. Well, I, n- I, I know he doesn't do the yells at the time, but when he's in the mecha cockpit of the Titan <laughs> <laughs> and he's yelling, then I can really feel it. I can feel the Shingeki no Kyojin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I really quick, I feel like we talked about Uramichi Nissan being a millennial anime. I feel like Aaron Yeager is just a millennial in this anime. Like, <laughs> I mean, we kind of grew up with him and he's kind of going through some shit that a lot of us millennials are going through. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> The visions that he gave got from the basement is just him looking into adulthood. (laughs) He's like, oh, shit. He's like, even though I graduated, I'm still going to get paid the same. (laughs) Oh. I'll just keep moving forward. (laughs) Tatake, tatake, just one more shit. Tatake. All right, so then your your pick then for what'll win this category is Aaron Yeager. Yeah. Okay. That's two for Aaron Yeager. Carl. <laughs> Aaron <what>? Yeager. <laughs> What's your pick? All right. I, I feel like my picks are going to be interesting. Um, just want to talk about uh, Natsuki, Natsuki Hanae as Odokawa. I didn't realize he was the, also the voice actor for Tanjiro. He is. He's Slayer. fucking Tanjiro. He sounds nothing Whoa. like Tanjiro. <laughs> and so after we, watched the first episode and i looked up the cast list i was like you couldn't even tell yeah um but <laughs> it's just funny because it it's otakawa just in monotone so it could have been anyone um so i guess interesting that yeah he would be a nominee for best va performance since he's just talking very monotonously uh unless that is a unless that is a a, a great voice acting talent um but my crunchyroll pick would actually be uh ayane sakura as gabby brown and i think like my reasoning is the anime i think like a lot of uh people who watch attack on titan just loathe gabby and i think it's thanks in part to her performance as gabby with just how over the top she is and i I call her gung-ho gabby because she's always like locked (laughs) into the, the marley cause and yeah, I think she, like she captures everything that we hate about Gabby so well that we can't help but hate her if that, that reasoning makes sense. Um, so I would say, yeah, Gabby for my Crunchyroll pick. My personal pick though is my boy Aaron. Uh, Yuki Kaji is one of my favorite seiyu, um, and as we talked about, like he he goes from the angsty Aaron that we've known in the past three seasons to this emo Aaron. Um, who just has a really depressing world view and he does it so well and it it, it makes Aaron like really scary in that first part of the mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciate 
how Yuki has kind of honed in on Aaron's character development throughout this whole series. So I'm actually going to be the exact opposite of you. My my pick for what I think will win the category is going to be Yuki Kaji for the same reasons. Um, however, I, I personally would not want to see him win the category only because we're talking about Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1, not Yuki Kaji's performance as Aaron Yeager over the span of Attack on Titan. Like, absolutely. he Like, to go from kid Aaron angsty screaming blah 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 to millennial old adult Aaron who's just really upset with the world that that would be a, a shoe in for me but we're talking just in the context of the final season part one I feel like there's not a ton of dialogue for Aaron until the latter half and when there mm-hmm. is dialogue it is very subdued it's very like not monotone but just you know it's it's much more calm than what we've, what we've experienced mm-hmm. Um, so my personal pick would actually be Gabby Brown flipping your picks around um, for the same reasons. I mean, I hate Gabby, but it's because of the incredible voice acting performance that I think that that's a big part of what factors into me disliking her so much. Like I think her voice actor did an incredible job portraying how frustrated and like brainwashed Gabby was throughout that first half of the season. And especially I think back to like some of the arguments she had with certain characters, like this, the passion she evoked as she was delivering those lines as Gabby. I I was thoroughly impressed, even though I wanted to punch Gabby in the face the whole time. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going to go opposite there. But, yeah, my my crunchy roll pick would be uh, Yuki Kaji, which is still a fantastic performance. Um, With that said, we're now moving into best score. So we're back to a a music category here. And Carl, I know this is going to be right up your alley. Um, We have, oh God, there's a lot of names. So I'm just going to name the anime (laughs) to save us a a, a bit of time here. So we have um, the scores for 86, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train Arc, Megalobox 2, Odd Taxi, Vivi, and Wonder Egg Priority. Um, Matt, uh, what were your, what were your picks here? I don't notice a score unless it's bad. <laughs> so, uh, this is really not my category at all. I do think that there were moments in Odd Taxi where I heard the music and I said, oh, this is amping up the mm-hmm. scene. But I also know that Demon Slayer, at least in the first season, I don't know if it carries over in the future seasons, had some really intense climactic uh, music that went well with scenes. But I, I only saw the movie. I don't know if it carries over to the, the core series. So I, I don't know. Vivi had some cool idol songs, but I don't remember any of them. <laughs> Same. You know? So I, not that great, I guess. And Wonder Egg Priority had some music, I'm sure. <laughs> and I haven't seen the other two. So the only one that I can think of is Odd Taxi for my personal pick, but let's just go ahead and assume everyone's... I don't know. I've heard something about 86 score. Somebody said something to me about how good 86 score was, and I know 86 has its fans. I don't know. I'm going to just pick 86 out of hunchness (laughs) for the Crunchyroll pick, and I'm going to say that Odd Taxi is my personal vote. Okay. Um, What about you, Audrey? I'm in a similar boat. Matt and I are both not musically inclined, so that's why we don't talk about music at all in any of our anime reviews, unless <laughs> it's like a Ghibli film or something, or unless it's a very standout. Um, very rarely do I notice songs in like the anime OST. Uh, there are two tracks from One Direct Priority that really stand out to me. One is the 
the simple bird chirping melody that plays when they're in the that weird uh, that weird plane where they get the eggs, and you can't tell if that's actually birds in the background or if that's just a musical cue. But it's yeah. you know it sounds like birds, but it's just melodic enough for you to think something is different about this place. And then there's also that very stylish bop that plays when they're all hanging out at the mall. I love that song. That's a really good song. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could give praises for Odd Taxi, but I literally do not remember any music from it, except for the European ED, but that doesn't count here. Megalobox always has really nice, uh, like this Slumdog-style soundtrack, both for the first and the second one, where it has this kind of... Deep South, back street, uh, like back alley, you know, boxing ring, kind of. Shit, I, I'm not good at music, so forgive me for my terminology <laughs> being uh, wrong here. But like, uh, it good. <laughs> it sound nice. <laughs> it good, like the kind of, uh, like blue sound that it has. I guess. I just imagine you going, Mr. Krabs. You know, the song that, in that one thing that goes beep, boop, boop, beep. No, 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 no. That goes beep, boop, boop, bop. No, beep, boop, boop, beep. You know, the music goes blow and ka-tung. And the, the drums when they go scrap the that. Oh, that song. Yeah, oh, that's. So my personal pick is going to be Megalobox 2. Uh, what I think is going to win, mm, I want to say 86 because, you know, Matt said it. And Matt, like, third-hand <laughs> account of, I heard from a friend who said from a friend that 86 has good music. <laughs> a very reliable <laughs> source. <laughs> I don't literally know nothing about it, so I don't want to look like a fool. <laughs> so I'm going to double down on my foolishness and go with Megalobox. Megalobox, okay. Dang. All right. Um, Carl, what about you? You're you're probably the only musically inclined person in this conversation. So. <laughs> well, I feel kind of bad because I've only watched three out of these six uh, nominees, so I can't speak much to Megalobox, Vivi, or Wonder Egg. Um, Odd Taxi. The only music I really remember is the like the rap songs that would play whenever the porcupine character would talk. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just always love that um but i think i always tend towards the scores that sound orchestral so i think my crunchy will pick would be the score for demon slayer's mugen train arc um i i know that they used uh they did a variation of the song that played during the fight with rui in season one that was centered around like tanjiro and Nesco's relationship, and that always hits me in the feels whenever I hear that. Um, and, of course, I think they incorporate those traditional Japanese instruments of that period, like the Taisho period, very well in the overall soundtrack. Um, but I would say personal pick would probably be 86. Uh, I know they, they use p- like v- these very gorgeous piano ballads throughout the show that also resonated with me. Uh, and Hiroyuki Sawano and Kota Yamamoto um, 
I'm familiar with their other work. I think they also compose Attack on Titan, and I, I just love the pieces that they compose for these shows. So that would be my personal pick, but Crunchyroll pick would probably be Demon Slayer. I'm going to agree and say that my, my Crunchyroll or, or category winner pick is going to be Demon Slayer because it's, it's Demon Slayer and it's music that everyone loves and is familiar with. My personal pick would have been Wonder Egg Priority because the music was very um, unique and fun, even in moments you wouldn't expect it to be fun. I think it was just it helped enhance that blend of like the cute anime girls doing like not so cute things when you think about like what they're actually working towards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I want I don't think it should win the whole category, but personally I really really enjoyed the the music in that anime. Um, and I wanted to say BB at first, but. Uh, Matt, I agree. It's just kind of idle songs. <laughs> like they're just yeah. idle songs. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we have. So we're getting close to the top of the little one. Okay, wait, I'm scrolling up. It's still a decent amount of categories mm-hmm. here, but we're getting into some of the the spicy ones. So I'm excited for these. Um, next up is character design. Uh, we have Jujutsu Kaisen Core Two, a Odd Taxi. Ranking of Kings, Skate the Infinity, Vivi, and Wonder Egg Priority again <laughs> for some reason. Um, Matt, what what are you thinking is going to win this category, and what do you personally want to win? Uh, I think what's going to win this category for character design is Skate the Infinity for the Crunchyroll <laughs> vote because I dated a Fujoshi for like six years of my life, and I know how uh, how extreme the love for Skate characters <laughs> is, and I think they're really well designed too, like. You know, you look at them and you're like, dang, that's a that's a design mm-hmm. right there. That's a very appealing design. And it tells you all about the character at first glance. I know? haven't so I haven't nice. seen Skate the Affinity, but I've seen screenshots. They're very like beautiful boys, aren't they? Oh, they, <laughs> they are. They're very they're very bishy boys. <laughs> and the the best thing is that you can look at them and you you they tell you a lot about the character. Reki's got red hair and he's fiery and passionate. You know, uh, Longa is He's uh, he's very cold and sort of indifferent, but he's also warm underneath. You can kind of tell a lot just through the character designs, and that's that's really good. I like them. I think they're really well designed. I think a lot of they really resonated with a lot of people because I saw a lot of cosplays mm-hmm. at, of them at cons that I went to. But my personal pick will be Odd Taxi, just because it works the same way, and they're really interesting character designs. You know, they they look almost if you showed someone odd taxi dub, they would probably think it's just a cartoon, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then a certain thing happens and then you see how layered these designs really are. They're not just animal, aminal, they're more than that. They're more than just aminal picker pictures. I don't know why I'm trying to make some myself sound funny. Uh, I'm already a joke, but anyways. Yeah, so they're layered, and I really, really like that because what they do for these designs of all these animals really plays into their characters and everything like that. And then it's got a lore reason, too, so it's just doubly cool for that reason. And I love the designs. I think, I, I mean, I think they're really, really great, but I also do not under... I. I I do not underestimate the power of fangirls and fanboys, and I think Skate will really. I think a lot of people really had their uh, the designs that appeared in Skate really just resonated with them. So that's what I think will win just for the vote. The beautiful boys <laughs> taking it. <laughs> um, Audrey, what are your picks? Uh, my picks are going to be between Odd Taxi, Skate the Infinity, and One Direct Priority. Uh, Odd Taxi, I don't know if I can go all the way with that because while the character designs for the pre-climax show are 
you know, they're great, but they're, you know, furries. Uh, What's wrong with that? <laughs> pick an animal and like, oh, there, we got a design. And like the post-climax character designs just kind of follow in place of like the animal design that's already there. And it yeah, works for most of them. Hmm? You just follow in place for everything that's there too. You've been following my votes. You can't you can't fault Odd Taxi for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they Sit follow down. in place with the, <laughs> the animal designs that already came before them. Some of them work. Some of them really don't. Like Gorilla Dude still looks like a gorilla post-climax. What, what do you mean? What do you have against gorillas? <laughs> what do you have with gorillas? Just I love gorillas. It. Who yes. doesn't love gorillas? Just admit that you want to be reborn as a gorilla. I probably will. I'm, <laughs> I probably will. Uh, so I don't. I can't in confidence go with Aunt Taxi because you don't have any confidence. Yeah. So Skate okay. the Infinity, like he said, you look at the character and you're like, yeah, I get, I get everything that's I going on it. here. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> you get. I the... wonder if, if the person with the glasses is gonna be smart. Oh, he is. <laughs> Dang. Wow. I, You're telling me to... the guy with the mask is mysterious. Sugoi this name. Wow, the one, the one with, uh, with screamo band makeup is kind of brutish. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I have a soft spot for the One Direct priority designs because you look at all these characters and you can, like, tell a bit of their personality, their history through that. Uh, Oto eyes, hair design, always covering her eye. That cute sunflower hoodie, which I want. The uh the cute dress that Nehru has on, uh Momoe is just my I don't know why I'm just so enamored with that design, and Rika's bombastic as usual. <laughs> uh, so Crunchyroll pick is gonna be Skate the Infinity, and that's with you know cautious confidence because Jujutsu Kaisen is over there, looming ominously. Uh, my yeah. person. My personal pick is One Direct Priority. Okay. Very interesting. And, yeah, I'm like, I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen's, like, in the corner there flexing the fact that they won Anime of the Year mm-hmm. last year. Like, we're still here, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we uh, won Anime of the Year with just five episodes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but at the same time, as much as I love Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, that was the problem I had with it originally was all the characters look derivative mm-hmm. of other characters. Yeah, yeah. I can see I that. mean, I could not remember Fushiguro's name, so I just kept calling him Jujutsu Sasuke. <laughs> 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 Jujutsu Naruto. Yeah, there's Jujutsu Naruto, and then there was Jujutsu Sakura, except she actually did stuff, so she earned mm-hmm. my respect, and I knew her name. <laughs> uh, well, Carl, what what are what are you thinking here? Um... I think my Crunchyroll and my personal pick will probably be the same. Um, although, I do like Ranking of Kings characters. I guess I just love Boji's character design, mostly. He is so pure he, and so great. Yeah, best boy. Um, but I think both my picks are going to <laughs> have to go to Odd Taxi. Um, as, as Matt explained, just the character designs for, like, the, like it's anthropomorphic characters, but... You find out in the show that like there's 
they fit in well, I guess, with these characters' personalities. Um, and yeah, I, I never. The only other show that I thought like with that had cool looking animal characters was Arthur. <laughs> from PBS Kids. Oh, I was so confused uh, so, for a second. I'm like, no, huh? Yeah, no, the, the normie cartoon show, Arthur. But I guess that's what uh, Odd Taxi kind of reminded me of. Um, so I would put my picks towards the that show. Yeah, I'm I'm right on board. Both of my picks go to Odd Taxi for um, a lot of the same reasons that, that have been mentioned. Matt, you mentioned like the, the character designs are integral to the story. Um, even though on the surface it doesn't seem that way. Um, and I think the mm-hmm. animals they chose for each character, um, that was very uh, intentional. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. I, I think I, I, if there's one category I think it should definitely win, it's, it should be character design because mm-hmm. it's just, the, the, without spoiling it, the, the plot twist is so intense and so mm-hmm. amazing and it plays into you know the, the character design. I think that's really, really important. Um, mm-hmm. So there you go. You have uh, Carl and I are on, on the same page for that one. Odd Taxi. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is Best Animation. And I'm looking at this category. I'm like, damn, I don't know. This is a this is a tough one. Um, mm-hmm. So we have Demon Slayer Mugen Train Arc, Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2, uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, uh, Mushoku Tensei Core 1, Vivi, and... Man, you know, Wonder Egg priority, but, like, you, you can't forget about the ending. So I'm conflicted there. Um, but, Matt, share with us your picks. I – this is I, this is honestly a really tough one. There's be, – the best thing about Vivi was the animation. The yeah. Mushoko Tensei never had a, a bad, bad scene. And Kobayashi was so smooth and clean. And Wonder Egg, during its fight scenes, was amazing. But – I don't know. That's tough. I I think it'll. I think the popular vote will probably. I just, I just don't know. There's so many things to go here. I think the winner might be Vivi on this because Vivi was. If Vivi was anything, it was a treat on the eyes. It's unfortunate that that's all it had going for it, in my humble opinion, because uh, the story and nothing else really hit with me. But I think it's gonna be Vivi. For Crunchyroll vote and for my personal vote, I I think it's gonna be, I, I have to go with Wonder Egg because some of the scene fight scenes were so beautiful and just so amazing to see and it was just one of those things that I thought I saw a modern classic in the making and then it just it bungled the ending which sucks because everything up to that point was pretty great but yeah. I think a, a lot of people had if, if they had anything to say it was that Vivi looked pretty and I think that's what anybody's going to remember it for but I think Wonder Egg really really just knocked it out of the park in every single way as it concerns animation like even the use of CG worked for that show a lot of a lot of the complaints that might be leveled at CG is that you know it, it seems like a cheap way out but the uh, what were they called the little demon thingies Oh, the um, something me not. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. They had some yeah, yeah. name. They had a name for sure. But they, they, them being CG worked really well to amplify just the horror of them and the intensity of their chase scenes and all that. So I think Wonder Egg just, I think it, I, I think it, I think it deserves to win. But Vivi, Vivi, beautiful, beautiful show. I know a lot more people. <laughs> I know a lot more people watched it. 
But then, then there's Kobayashi. I don't know. I'm just guess Vivi's gonna. That's my pick. That's my pick. <laughs> right. Wait, so is the it... enemies were see no evils and haters. Yeah, see oh, no yeah. evil haters. See no evils. I love that name. That was pretty good. Um, haters. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So interesting. So we have our. I think our first pick for for Vivi because um, it's been it's been floating there in a lot of categories, but uh, <laughs> no one's no one's picked it yet. So we'll we'll see how that one pans out. Uh, she's she's got she's very pretty. Just doesn't have personality just like the main yeah. character herself yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um audrey what is uh what's your pick for animation one direct priority <laughs> <laughs> hands down because <laughs> like matt said it's animation during the fight scenes are phenomenally gorgeous but also for the casual scenes where they're just talking and interacting with each other they themselves are beautiful like uh oto just going around kicking some cones because she's in a mood uh, where they're all sitting around the table and Rika is, you know, testing out Oto's thighs. Oh, yeah. And be like, damn, girl, you got something to work with. <laughs> wow. Uh, and just everyday moments where, you know, Oto is just going about her usual day, just trying to make it through. It's just so beautifully animated. The lighting is phenomenal the way they refract the sun through like little droplets of rain gorgeous um though i am going to have to give a tentative crunchyroll award to jujutsu kaisen or demon slayer because we know how this works (laughs) um i think that too many people are going to be focusing on the playstation one train for demon slayer (laughs) yeah despite all the greatness it has i just when i saw it in theaters i was just taken out of the experience when i saw it same it was uh like an assault on my eyes it was it was a full-on hate crime to my eyes (laughs) (laughs) i think that jujutsu kaisen is gonna win this one but i'm going to forget that and double down on one direct priority dang <laughs> all right so a vote for i will Wonder die Egg. on this hill you'll vote for me with you voted me with your minds you'll vote for me with your hearts too or whatever you said that one time yeah <laughs> all right so we've got one for vivi one for wonder egg priority carl what, what about you because this is this is a spicy category yeah um i've only watched demon slayer and jujutsu kaisen in this category um and i don't think I wouldn't say either of those were top tier animation. Um, so I, I'm just gonna go off hearsay. I I think the Crunchyroll pick or my Crunchyroll pick would be Wonder Egg, just because I know people were always like raving about Cloverworks's um, work mm-hmm. in this show, despite all the the story problems that ended up popping up. I think that's the one constant, or maybe not. I don't know what the OVA. I'm trying to remember what Courtney was telling me about the OVA besides the story, but I would still put my bet on wonder egg for best animation personal pick this is kind of stupid i'll just go demon slayer because it's the only one that i am comfortable (laughs) with besides like regardless of yeah the meat train (laughs) so it doesn't say much about my personal pick but i'll just leave it at that interesting well my okay i think that and this is i don't know this is kind of a shot in the dark but i think that dragon maid might win this category only because, correct me if I'm wrong, it's like one of Kyo Andy's first like big projects back after the mm-hmm. fire that happened. 
And yeah. the the clips that I've seen, because I don't watch uh, Dragon Maid, but the clips that I've seen, I mean, it is full on Kyoto animation, like the animation that they are known for. Um, and I've seen some of the fight scenes, and they they're pretty um, pretty impressive. Uh, so I think that that's going to win the category. But my personal pick initially was Mushoku Tensei. But I think it's I, – I don't think I can go with that one because I think I'm focusing more on the second core. And the animation mm. in that, I think, was uh, pushed the boundary a lot more than the first core because nothing really intense happens in the first core. So I'm I'm going to land on Wonder Egg priority for my personal. Despite the, <laughs> the way it ended, I completely agree with everything that's been said. It was – stunning just absolutely stunning um and which is why i had such high hopes for that show because tackling those types of themes and putting a lot of care into the animation um made me very happy but we'll just ignore the ending it never happened guys okay it never <laughs> happened <laughs> well that's, isn't that kind of the thing is that regardless of how it ended the animation was still like wonderful for it true although the yeah. last episode animation was yeah was oh, yeah. yeah but it, it, hey if we can just ignore that last episode everything else is it was <laughs> phenomenal that's a, that's a separate ova it's not about the ova <laughs> <laughs> there you go um next category best director uh admittedly i will not know as much about this category but we have yuichiro hayashi for Attack on Titan, Sung-Hoo Park for Jujutsu Kaisen, Yo Moriyama for Megalobox 2, Baku Kinoshita for Odd Taxi, Shingo Natsume for Sunny Boy. Wow, Sunny Boy finally popped up. Um, mm-hmm. And Shin Wakabayashi for Wonder Egg Priority. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lean hard on everyone else for this category. Um, Matt, uh, what did you pick here? Uh, here we uh, go. Uh, <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> uh, this is kind of a tough decision i guess i'm trying not to be well i guess i can be biased what the what am i talking about geez i can't be biased on my own pick i think the popular pick will probably be attack on titan yeah no no it won't be it's gonna be jujitsu kaisen i say this for two (laughs) reasons because one thing it's also my pick for best director purely because what i'm judging it on is the fact that i read the manga alongside the uh well not alongside but after the anime and I said, "Where where'd you get this scene from? How did you get this from this from this? You know, like I read the manga and I said, I don't understand. I'm, am I reading the same thing that was adapted? Be- <laughs> because they feel so different. They they really do. It's and I, that's impressive to me that you can take a manga, which is in its own right fairly good. It's a really good read." But then you take it and then you make it something even more amazing with really intense fight scenes with a sort of direction and scope that I feel like would be hard in some of the like the fight the besto friendo fight mm-hmm. I, I feel like that would be really easy to turn it into something that would have been weak and I think the second part of Jujutsu Kaisen in my opinion is the stronger part and there's a lot of intensity with it and the fights and all that and I think fight choreography and all that can be really hard if you're a, a director just from my perspective who knows nothing, so I'm going to make bold claims anyway. <laughs> uh, so I really think that it that the popular vote will be JJK just because Attack on Titan's going to, you know, have some criticism leveled against it because, you know, CG and some of the some of the scenes do look wonky and I don't think that's going to be able to carry Attack on Titan that far for a popular vote. But I think that it, it should go to JJK for a popular vote and it's my personal pick. Okay. 
Jujutsu Kaisen on the board. Um, Audrey, what are your picks? Uh, so I'm curious of seeing Megalobox 2 up on here. I really enjoyed Megalobox 1, and I'm uh, this is where I'm realizing that I, I hate myself for not being s- as much of an anime fan as I should have been. Because I did not pick up Megalobox 2 when it came out, even though I really wanted to. Same with Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy showed a lot of promise for the first three episodes I watched, and I just never picked it back up. Um, but on the shows that I did finish on Taxi Wonder Egg Priority, uh, I'm discounting Attack on Titan. The direction was good, but not compared with these other options, it's not going to be my pick. Uh, Wonder Egg Priority had it was really solid in the first half and then it just started petering out which is a damn shame because it could have been something great tackling the theme of depression in all these young girls lives but it had that weird point of focusing on depression in girls and not just depression in young people it's that weird uh weird separation and it kind of leads into about how, you know, boys are expected to just man up and deal with it, which is toxic toxic and unhealthy. Plus that weird direction of, hey, we got a robot. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this robot's mad. And, and the robot has a lot of uh, lip-smacking tendencies. <laughs> uh, I hate that. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and uh, It's so weird. And that weird, like left field turn, yeah, great now, great analogy. A uh, weird turn in, weird turn into like a uh, these dreams being manufactured or something. Yeah, that's like kind of a test. Uh, Odd Taxi though was brilliant all the way through, especially at the end. This was an anime original too, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Wonder Egg is an anime original an odd taxi yes yeah okay they're so, uh, all anime originals except attack on titan and jjk okay uh wow that's a uh, that's impressive so my personal vote is going to be for odd taxi because it was just flawless all the way through uh my crunch roll pick is going to be Jujutsu kaisen because of course it is <laughs> um okay jujutsu kaisen interesting all right well, carl what about you um I, I feel like attack on titan is gonna it gets sweep the categories that it's in so my <laughs> crunchy roll pick is gonna be that but with matt and Audrey, you bring up great points about um jujutsu kaisen uh especially because adapting it from a manga with like the fights and the choreography it's got to be incredibly tricky because you're only working with a couple panels. So you kind of have to appreciate how that translates from page to screen. Um, but <laughs> again, I think everyone's just going to be clamoring for Attack on Titan to win. Um, and I guess my personal pick would be um, Odd Taxi. Uh, was it Baku Kinoshita? Um, just because, yeah, like watching the series was so enamoring and, and just uh, always on the keeping you on the edge of your toes and trying to find out what exactly the mystery is. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I happened to read recently that this director tweeted out his appreciation for, I think 
getting nominated in the awards. Oh, that's so nice. I thought that was, that was pretty wholesome. Aww. So just for that, he's my personal pick. <laughs> You'll love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think popular Crunchyroll pick is going to be Attack on Titan because it, it, it was good. Part one of the season was, was good. Uh, very, very good. But I personally would like to see Odd Taxi win it because not having a manga to adapt from and yet getting the pacing exactly right so that every single character, every single item, every single trigger that that led to the next moment and then brought all these characters together in the end was so well done and not having anything to reference to ensure that that pacing and the storytelling was was um, was spot on to to have a, a clean ending and everything is I'm sure a very very difficult thing to do so props to that director and uh, I, I'd like to see Odd Taxi win it but again I think it'll probably go to Attack on Titan because it's Attack on Titan <laughs> um, but with that said let's go to fight scene because there's some weird shit on here mm-hmm. oh not weird shit there's one weird thing on here and I don't know I have questions uh, but the nominees are Aaron versus Warhammer Titan uh, from Attack on Titan, Naruto versus Ishiki from Boruto. Um, Is that Boruto's I dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions about that one. Uh, Itadori and uh, Toto versus Hanami, which is the uh, My Friendo fight from Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Itadori and Nobara versus Esso and Kichizu. Kichizu. Yeah. I don't I remember their names, but Kichizu. I remember the characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just an angry car. <laughs> speed. I am speed. Um, Elma versus Toru. Not Toru Honda from Fruits Basket, but a different character <laughs> um, in Dragon Maid. And Vivi versus Yugo Kakitani from Vivi, which is that fight I was alluding to earlier. I just didn't remember the characters' names. Um, Matt, what are you picking for this one? And if it's Friendo. Boruto, I need to know why. <laughs> Friendo, it's Friendo. I don't care about Boruto's dad. Uh, he, <laughs> I, I, just because I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt, I watched the fight and I said, wow, uh, Boruto's dad, uh, you need to stop, dude. Your new form looks like absolute butt monkey. <laughs> it looks like a fan design, and I don't care about this fight. Why are you fighting these people? I thought we already, I thought we already saved the Hokage. I thought we already found the one, the one ninja. You know, whatever. <laughs> but friendo fight for sure. You're talking about a fight that feels good, a fight that has stakes to it, that's intense. But then all the while, you get that thrill when they finally release Toto's power, and it's just such a meme power but it's just working so well for the fight, and it's mm-hmm. just so satisfying to watch and so beautiful, especially as they attack the giant plants. I mean, none of these. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not... These other fights, I don't even... Who? who Warhammer Titan? Yeah, okay. I mean, like, I can get the same fight, you know, putting up Soul Calibur and then watching two of those guys <laughs> fight. The same thing, two CGI monsters going at each other, one with a hammer, one with fists, you know? So... Who cares about that one? Elma versus versus Toru. Yeah, cool. That's neat. Uh, and I don't remember anything from Vivi. It's a. It feels almost like a dream. All I remember is that it was pretty. Uh, so friendo fight for both, a hundred percent. And if it doesn't win, then that's the one I will be mad about. I don't care about anything else. If this one doesn't win, this is the only one that needs to. <laughs> All right, um, Audrey. What about you? And you better say it's my friendo fight. Otherwise, we're gonna have problems. <laughs> <laughs> so. In preparation, I went ahead and 
looked at the fights of all of these on YouTube. And uh, going back to Aaron versus Warhammer Titan was... Uh, I thought I was missing something. Turns out I wasn't. And... Uh, like the first question I have is: Is this purely Aaron versus Warhammer Titan, or is it also including the Marley Military versus Levi Corps, which is going on in the background? Oh, good mm-hmm. question. Mm. Either way, this one doesn't win my vote because <laughs> there really wasn't a lot of fighting that happened. Uh, the only good thing that came out of it was Aaron just sucker punching the Warhammer Titan before it could finish forming, which was hilarious oh, and yeah. made sense. <laughs> the, be- the best part was when he said, oh, this nut won't crack. I better get my handy dandy nutcracker for this one. <laughs> that was the best part. And let's see. Naruto versus Ishiki, I watched that. I'm like, this is just a lot of magic nonsense. I don't feel any connection to this. I literally do not care. Elma versus Toru, it looked gorgeous, but it doesn't really matter a whole lot. Because, you know, they're buddies before this, after a little bickering. They're buddies after it, after a little bickering. Whatever. Vivi versus Yugo. And then my the other two <laughs> was <laughs> like I watched Vivi versus Yuko and I had no idea what was happening. It looked good, but what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. So my favorite two were Jujutsu Kaisen. God damn, they have some good fights. Uh, I liked Itadori and Obara versus Eso and Kachizu. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a really creative way for them to, like, especially Nobara, for her to use her uh, her skill against Esso's skill. That's very creative. But my pick, uh, bo- I'm doubling down for Itadori and Toto, uh, the best Ofrando fight. Because <laughs> not only is it as beautifully animated as the other JJK fight, but, like, the... F- the friendship, the dynamic between the Itadori f- and Toto. <laughs> and uh like the all friendship. the cutaway Yeah. <laughs> all the cutaway scenes like when Toto is clapping and it's just oh so suave. So vogue <laughs> while he's being the shit out of this weird tree demon. <laughs> so yeah, that has both my votes. Excellent. Okay, well that's two for my friendo, Carl. What are what are you picking? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, you're looking at me. <laughs> oh, I'm scared I, now. I think <laughs> just for the clout, it's going to go to Attack on Titan um, for my Crunchyroll pick. Even though I thought, like looking at some of these other fights, especially like the Jujutsu Kaisen ones, the Attack on Titan fight is pretty underwhelming, and it's pretty one-sided too. Um, if you think about, like, even though Aaron's getting his ass whooped uh, by the tit- or Warhammer Titan. Mm-hmm. He still manages to to get the W in the end. I mean, le- not to spoil anything, but like he's fighting like a a very inexperienced fighter. I mean, yeah. come on, <laughs> like the, they were never gonna win in the first place. I just, it's funny how he just jumps from Titan to Titan when his when the previous Titan or the attack attack Titan is like weakened. It's like, oh, I'll just use my extra life here, um, <laughs> but my personal pick will have to go to the my friendo fight. Um, I'm yeah. not huge on Jujutsu Kaisen, but I will commend it for having very good fight sequences and just fight choreography. 
and I just remember, like, I don't remember too much of the Esso and Kachiza fight, but I do remember, like, the, just the, the majesty and, like, the sweeping camera angles of watching uh, Itadori and Toto fight the, the deer in headlights or whatever that, yeah. that creature was. <laughs> the tree uh, eyeballs or something. Yeah. Or like, yeah. like antlers coming out of its eyes. I don't remember. Um, so yeah, that would be my personal pick, but Crunchyroll is Attack on Titan again for the clout. Well, I'm going to be weird yet again, um, and I'm going to go with Vivi winning the Crunchyroll pick um, only because animation-wise and the uh, like direction-wise for that fight, because it's, like, it's a straight-up hand-to-hand combat. It was super super good um do i think it deserves to win no and it probably would have been better to put that fight scene in animation um versus actual just like fight scene overall i i personally would like to see jujutsu kaisen but the nobara fight itadori and nobara um because Mm -hmm. first of all it's the first time she finally gets to have her her fight moment everyone else gets to have multiple fights and then she finally gets hers um and it's spectacular but then the way that they paired up itadori and nobara and how seamlessly they worked together i think really amplified how how strong their friendship is um and i just i really just purely enjoyed watching that i think the my friendo fight is equally as good, but there's something about this fight that was just a little bit more spectacular for me on a personal level. Um, but I'd be happy to see either of the Jujutsu Kaisen fights win this one. Um, who knows? Maybe it'll be uh, my friendo. It, it should be my friendo. It just should not be Attack on Titan because it was all CG yeah, and it was absolutely. very boring. <laughs> no way. If if that wins, they like I'll be hella mad. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way it can. No yeah. way absolutely not go home if you see it does <laughs> and the thing is the warhammer titan fight was the best fight of part one which yeah. is saying a lot well that's the one and you know what maybe that's a little bit of the spe- the things we had going on personally because i know when audrey and i were watching it, we're like oh here comes the warhammer titan mm-hmm. oh lord it's coming oh there it is it's coming look <laughs> at you it looks like it's in a gip suit and then it <laughs> just ended and we were like wow uh that was it. Yeah, Ooh, it was pretty overhyped. Now that I it was back at it. Yeah, yeah. And despite it being CG, it like didn't have anywhere near the intensity that some of these two D animated fights had. I mean, I I'm not knocking CG. I'm sure there's a lot of difficulty that goes into that, but I would assume that two D animation is going to be more difficult, which is probably why they opted for CG and Attack on Titan. Um, so to have the slightly easier route but still not present anything super spectacular i thought was kind of a bummer mm-hmm. but we'll see we'll we'll see um all right brace for impact we are in the last five categories of Woo! the crunchyroll anime awards so now on to best antagonist which we talked about this uh, before recording this is going to be an interesting one um we have aaron yeager of attack on mm. titan we have uh, uh, <laughs> we have Shigaraki of My Hero Season Five, Yano of Odd Taxi, um, Echidna. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name from ReZero Season Two, Adam from Skate the Infinity, and Kisaki from Tokyo Revengers. Is it um, not Echidna? Yeah, I was saying Echidna. Oh fuck, I don't like know. The, like Knuckles? <laughs> yeah, it's like Knuckles. oh, so she's named after like a Mars. Wait, what are those called? Like a platypus. Uh, spiny ant eaters is what oh, I'm fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, clearly I've it's... never seen ReZero. I'm I'm a fucking normie over here. <laughs> Monotremes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, monotremes. Those weird thingies. 
Uh, yeah, they're the, they're in Australia. Things. They're in Australia. That's where all the weird stuff is. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, they lay eggs too. Echidnas lay eggs too. Huh. They got four dickheads. <laughs> That's also true, I guess. Uh, I don't see how that's relevant to laying eggs, but neato. They can lay a lot of. They can lay a lot of eggs. I can tell you that. Oh my god! They don't have four buttholes. They just have four dicks. That's all you need. Okay. Anyway, yeah, this isn't productive at what's, all. What's your pick? Oh <laughs> uh, well, Courtney was supposed to ask me. But she might switch it up. <laughs> no, all good, all good. Matt, what's your pick? Uh, these these are weird picks. Uh, wow, my hero is only in one category this year. Right? No, I know, right? <laughs> That's surprising. Uh, I this is a stupid pick. Uh, I don't know for I don't know for the Crunchyroll pick. I might say Echidna just because I know a lot of people waifu her. <laughs> And you can drink her pee, which is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but also, Adam is absolutely hilarious as a villain, and you still hate him <laughs> because he's such a dickhead. But at the same time, he's also a glorious dickhead. But I just think the waifu factor's too much. So I think Echidna will win the Crunchyroll vote because even I don't, I don't know anything about her, but I, I've seen her. I know about her. I've I seen her, her piss. Design. I've seen her pee. <laughs> So I think she'll win it, or that, or Adam. But you got to—I can only select one. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bank on the waifus. Uh, but my personal pick would be Kisaki from Tokyo Revengers. I, but I put that with an asterisk because I've only read the manga, mm-hmm. and I saw six episodes of the anime and said, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch this when it's over." But I always hate Kisaki. Every time he does something, he just pisses me off. And I can't stand his look. I can't stand his hair. I can't stand anything about him. I hate him so much. So I, I'm, and maybe other people who watched the anime had the same vibe. I don't know if they had the same sort of hate boner I have for Kisaki. I mean, if, if Gabby was on here for antagonist, I would have slammed. I would have broken my mouse. My mouse would slam oh, and vote for her. My God, you're absolutely right. Why is fucking Shigaraki on here when my villain academia has only started, but Gabby Brown is not on best antagonist list? Aaron Yeager's on here, but Gabby Brown is not on <laughs> here. Just- Oh it's my god! Just a meme. <laughs> the judges for sure. Someone said, "Yeah, Aaron for best protagonist," and then someone said, "But isn't he an antagonist in this season?" And then another guy said, "No, he's with the protagonist." And somebody said, "Well, I think he's the bad guy." And so they said, "Well, we can't decide between Jared over here and Earl, so let's put him on both." And then everybody saw that. Now it's a meme going. Crunchyroll doesn't know how storytelling works. Yeah, you don't have to vote for both of them unless you want to meme it up. And say yeah. he's the protagonist. Ag, it's just a matter of perspective. Uh, but yeah, I'm locking in for Kisaki for uh, my vote and Echidna waifu vote for a Crunchyroll pick. All right, Audrey, what about you? So I don't know anything about Echidna or Kisaki, so they're out. I don't give a fuck about My Hero Academia. Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> Yano is not enough of an antagonist for him to... What What you mean about Yano? He's a villain, don't you know? Because he raps all the time, and it's hard to rhyme. Yeah. It's just... Yes, it's me. It's me, MC Hammer, giving you the deets. If you don't like me, then you can beat your meats. I don't... Yeah, that's, that's Yano. It's my time now. Uh, so Yano is out. 
Adam is glorious, but you know he's just angry skateboard man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but your counterpoint to your statement, he bashed <laughs> someone's skull in with a <laughs> skateboard. Wait, you were like the. <laughs> Skate the Infinity is that kind of anime? I, was yeah. like, I did not expect that. He's like, he uh, skates in front of his opponent, and he twists his board around, and they're like, oh, it's his secret technique, and he just bashes his opponent's head in with the board. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the, it's played for such huge drama when he does it. Like, as the guy gets hit, it's like slow motion as he's falling, and everybody's like, oh, no. He got hit with the skateboard. <laughs> And it's such a stupid scene, but it makes his, you so mad. His whole shtick is that he's like a matador on a skateboard. His outfit makes him look like a matador. He has a rose motif he gives to his opponents. He has a mask, for God's sakes. And his whole thing is that he finds his favorite competitor that he takes on as his quote-unquote true love and then he does cabaret around him on the skateboard he dances on the skateboard as he's rolling <laughs> he grooms these people it's so he's such a stupid villain in all the best ways <laughs> i feel like yeah. i'm missing out on something intense here with skate the infinity uh, you are <laughs> skate, skate the, the infinity Infin- is one of my favorites of this past it's- year yeah it- it's so good it's so gay too so gay <laughs> Wicky gay, one of the gayest anime I've ever seen, and I've watched actual guy on guy like mm-hmm. hentai. It's gayer than some yaoi. Yeah. All right, I feel but, like I gotta put that on my watch list after this. Mm-hmm. Please do. But my vote is gonna be Aaron Yeager for the Crunchyroll. Uh, for both. Dang. Because right. I do legitimately see him as an antagonist, because like throughout this entire part one. You were on his side throughout the entire parts one through three, and now all of a sudden he's, you know, invading a place. He's giving no shits about civilian uh, well-being. He's talking about, you know, unleashing the rumbling against Marley. He's he's fully aware of his, like, uh, hypocritical revenge about how him invading Marley is the same as Marley invading uh, his town when he was a kid, but he still doesn't care. He's just going to keep moving forward. Yeah, so, exactly. like, towards the end of part one, you don't know if you like Aaron or you hate him. You don't know whether to root for him or not. Yeah, he's very conflicting. Um, Carl, I, what's yours? I feel like I know. I, f- I feel like it's coming. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, again, for the clout... I think my Crunchyroll pick is going to be Aaron Yeager because putting him as best antagonist and as best protagonist is provocative. And I can just <laughs> see him getting both of these categories because yes, an- uh, it'll be like for, just for the hype factor, I guess. It'll be just funny to say, look how dumb Crunchyroll is. They got <laughs> this happen. That's purely what it will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, I My personal pick... Even though I thought this or their this season in the past year was was pretty boring or pretty mid, I guess um, I'll just do Shigaraki. Uh, even though he's Ooh. he's not <laughs> he's a very dull villain up until the My Villain Academia, and I guess it's more so just because he has a very interesting backstory that they get into in season five, 
um, and, it, and it is kind of sad, but um, finally getting to see him come into play more in My Hero. Uh, Yano, as much as I love his, his raps, <laughs> I don't really think of him as a as a very dangerous antagonist. Kisaki, he, like, he's someone that you just love to hate just because, like Matt said, the way that he looks. <laughs> um, but I feel like uh, we just have to learn a little bit more about him, especially with the cliffhanger for this past season for Tokyo Revengers. Um, that was just insane. Just a quick side note. When, where did it end as far as – because I, I don't know. Um, I'm only manga only. Bang, bang. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's the so, best I could say. <laughs> so is somebody tied, like – in a chair or something and like yeah talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah that that part <laughs> okay <laughs> you know what maybe he hasn't shown his true dickitude so, still still i hate him too much to forget him well my pick is actually i'm going with kisaki for both my prediction and my personal pick um for kind of the opposite reason that, that you mentioned Carl like I feel like because we don't know a lot about him and yet he's such a formidable force throughout Tokyo Avengers like there's this air of mystery around him um throughout the entire show and yet for some reason he is able to just fuck up everything and everybody um yeah. I, I'm like impressed by that and uh like you said Matt like he's just so hateable like it he's a he's a great villain already with like little to no character development and I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed by that um yeah i will say shigaraki's backstory in season five got me fucked up when i learned about it but i still don't think he's an impressive villain at this point um and if i feel like aaron being on this list is too controversial it's too edgy that it's gonna end up splitting the vote so there's just like no way he'll actually win like people will vote for him as a haha thing but he yeah. won't actually win it. And if he does actually win it, then fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> if he wins both, that's just going to be like, yeah, this crunchy roll, just hang it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, with that said, let's move on to best protagonist. Lo and behold. Of, I, do like, I do like how they have the same thumbnail for Aaron Yeager in both <laughs> categories. They didn't even try. They're like, you it's, know what? It's just the meme. <laughs> so we've got... Aaron Yeager, Attack on Titan, Itadori Jujutsu Kaisen, Joe Megalobox, Odokawa Odd Taxi, Best Boy Boji, Ranking of Kings, and I Oto Wonder Egg Priority. Matt, tell me why your pick is Aaron Yeager. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you watch any media, then technically a lot of your pro tags are very much for genocide. Aaron's just very forward with it, and I like that forwardness. <laughs> I like a char- somebody who says, you know what? I'm going to exterminate an entire race of people. I'm like, go, queen, slay. <laughs> you know? Announce it. But my for real, uh, I think... I don't know. I, I want to say that Aaron will, you know, like win it for the memes. But I also think that a lot of people really like I regardless of our anime. So I think the Crunchyroll vote will go to I. But I also think my vote will go to Otakawa. Uh, he is mm-hmm. a very uh, he's one of those pro tags that you you see him, but you don't trust him. And the more you find out about him, the more interesting he becomes. And mm-hmm. he's just a character you want to see more of, I guess. And even if he's monotone, he's he's just such a delight to watch throughout the show, and that's kind of what I love about him. I if you I I want to pick Itadori just because I love him, but you know just based off core two, all he really does is 
get picked on because he's Sukuna's vessel and then say he's gonna, you know, he's not gonna die the way he wants to. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going with I for Crunchyroll pick and Otakawa for my personal pick. Okay. All right. Um, Audrey, what are your picks? Aaron Yeager. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Yeager. You smell like a baka. <laughs> but, like, I ironically and unironically agree that Aaron Yeager is the protagonist and antagonist. Because, like, the theme of final season is that depending on your perspective what if you're marley then yeah he's the antagonist straight up if you're uh el if you're what are they called if you're Eldians. the Eldians in paradise then then he's both he's <laughs> protagonist because he's trying to keep you safe from marley but he's the antagonist because you know he's gonna fuck shit up and possibly make you infertile <laughs> 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 and it's like, it, is who whose side is he fighting for? Is he fighting for his own side? Is he even fighting for himself? But as much as I really would like to, like I I secretly hope he wins protagonist and antagonist category. But my vote's gonna be between Otakawa and I. I is such a such a sweet young girl, and that she is dealing with a lot of her own depression and a lot of bullying about herself with a, a slow, as well as a split family and it's passing on such empathy to these other people and like puts herself above her own well-being to make sure that they're okay and is so ecstatic and in that she's finally making friends with these other egg hunters or whatever they're called <laughs> egg hunters <laughs> uh, and like then she get then it gets to a point towards the last episodes where you know she kind of gets introspective wink wink not to spoil it uh, even though the like the ending of that show kind of peters out yeah <laughs> Otokawa though is fascinating pr as a protagonist because like Matt said you can't really trust him like even towards the middle of the series every time he goes to that ramshackle apartment that he lives in uh, there's that closet, that closet yeah. that you really know nothing about, and you don't know if Otokawa is actually a serial killer or not, or a murderer. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what his objective is either. When he partners up with people, he seems mm -hmm. so indifferent. And plus, the like his interactions with the corrupt cop, you don't know if he's in cahoots or if he's in a debt with him, or something like that. Like he, all these characters he meets. Like, it would lead you to think he has some underground connections. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, my Crunchyroll vote is going to be Aaron Yeager. But my personal vote is going to be... Oto from Wonder Egg. Okay. Um, Carl, I'm curious to know, what is what is your pick? Aaron Yeager. <laughs> <laughs> as... as uh, Crunchyroll pick. Um, I would say probably from this list, he's probably the most, maybe outside of Otakali, like the most complex protagonist where you can have these conversations about what or where his loyalties really lie. And I think that's what makes him fascinating um, as the quote-unquote protagonist or antagonist of this final season. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I just think Crunchyroll is going to just do it for the clout and put him 
as a winner for both best protagonist and antagonist. Um, I will say that my personal pick, uh, just like Matt, is is going to be Odokawa. And Audrey, as you mentioned, like he's he has to deal with all of his bullshit, even though he's mm-hmm. just a, a simple taxi driver. He just wants to drive his car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's so interesting that you s- he becomes more of this unreliable narrator as you find like you, you're not sure where his motives are as he starts connecting all these pieces from these different characters um, together and yeah it's it's just so funny that all he wanted to do was drive around and then he has he gets caught up in this murder mystery um even though he really i guess fucking hates people if you, if you think about <laughs> it <laughs> so that's my personal pick um, I am going to go with Aaron Yeager for the crunchy role. Surprise, surprise. Um, I, I initially wanted to pick Boji as my personal pick, but we just don't know enough about him yet. Like, I feel like his story is just getting started. So I, as much as I love him, I can't pick him, but I would actually say that Aaron Yeager is my personal pick because he, even though he's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, gray areas with him i think he's a fantastically written protagonist it kind of reminds me of um light yagami from death note like sure Mm -hmm. he's the antagonist of the world but he's the protagonist of that story and you always wonder like am i supposed to be rooting for him or am i not and i get that same feeling here with aaron it's like yeah he depending on the side you're looking at he could be the protagonist or the antagonist but of the story he is the protagonist and yet i feel so conflicted about him so i'm going with aaron as as cliche as that is um i don't want him to win antagonist but i'd be happy if he if he won protagonist um all right next up we have best girl and best boy next i'm so excited for this yeah the hot topics yeah (laughs) these are the important categories okay forget everything else this is what we need to be talking about so for best girl we have um lena from 86 uh we have toru from fruits basket nobara from jujutsu kaisen uh sarasa watanabe from kageki shoujo uh, Komi from Komi Can't Communicate, and I from Wonder Egg Priority. Uh, Matt, start us off here. Uh, my vote for both is Komi. There you go. Uh, that's She's best. She's cute. She's adorable. <laughs> she's got personality. She's got social anxiety. People who watch anime, they got plenty of that. Relatable. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Cute. Beautiful in both forms. Uh, perfect at everything she does. Uh, honestly, the best thing of uh, top-tier waifu right there, like top-shelf waifu, you know, got to get a ladder to reach that waifu. That's how high on the shelf she is. All these other girls, all these other girls, I, I didn't even know. You called that 86 girl Lena, and I was like, where are you getting Lena from? Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> her name is Vladalina, but in the show, they call it, her nickname is Lena. <laughs> well, she and her communist self can <laughs> go where she wants to. Vladilena. Toru, I'm sorry, but you only need one bow for those hairs. I'm sorry. Nobara, uh, I got a t-shirt with you on it, and that automatically deducts points with you because you're on my body. Uh, Sarasa, you were the best part of Kageki Shoujo, so that's not saying much. And I, I, uh, you know what? I, I, I can't bully you because that's based, you, that would just be, you know, defeating, just, that would just be fueling the fire because that's all you ever get is bullying. <laughs> Comey's the best. I'm not wrong. Anybody disagrees, Courtney's going to lock in with her. I'm going to pick the opposite of everybody else's choice, but <laughs> Comey's the right one. Uh, there you go. No, Bara. More like 
No, Bara. <laughs> yeah. Call me for double. <laughs> Damn, that that was the most convincing vote I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, well, Audrey, uh, what's your pick? <laughs> so Crunchyroll vote is it's split between Toru from Fruits Basket and Komi, but I'm going to lean towards Komi because, you know, that heavy presence. My personal mm-hmm. vote is going to be Ioto because, you know, I just want to be your best. Fr- I just want to be your friend, and She's also for precious. the for the reasons I mentioned in the last category. All right, I want to be go. Comey's friend too, and only her friend. I can't <laughs> lose her. Mm-hmm. One of one of the artists that I um, support on Patreon did lose of Comey, and I was like, <gasps> "You sinful, <laughs> sinful person!" <laughs> oh I almost unsubbed, but I had to look at it just to make sure. <laughs> I just I couldn't believe it. I'm like, who lewds Comey? I don't want just. That, not, <laughs> that's, not, a, that's a sin. <laughs> that's a sin. That's unlootable. That you protect. You don't attack with dick. <laughs> I mean, the greatest question: What that mouth do? Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Stop! <laughs> You are a sinner in the hands of an angry anime god, and you will be smoting you. Freaking cretin. <laughs> what is an anime god to an illiterate? <laughs> I don't think that's. The s- yeah, okay. Oh, man. Hot damn. Okay, well, the Comey army has spoken. Carl, are you part of the Comey army? Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> Comey all the way. Crunchyroll pick, personal pick. My for my reasons, just to see Matt's reasons. That's it. <laughs> if any if anyone else wins in this category, I will be extremely upset. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't care if Toru has an emotional arc <laughs> or if she like fixes some broken people. Those boys shouldn't have been broken in the first place. <laughs> that's that's dumb. You fix themselves. Go to therapy, boys of fruits basket. I don't. If I turned into a cat I, when I got touched by girls, I would be I would be thrilled. Hell yeah, communism. <laughs> yeah, right. communism. <laughs> Well, at the risk of uh, of exile here, Matt called me out. I am going to be the contrarian, uh, and I'm going to pick uh, Tony. Here we go. <laughs> Call me is a very girl. close second. I did struggle with this one. Um, however, after what I witnessed that the fucking Soma family put Toru through and the fact that she's still stuck around – Damn, girl, she's got my vote. So I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Girl's in an abusive relationship. I'm not applauding that behavior. Comey's trying to self-improve herself. These other girls are just like, oh, I guess I'll be bullied then. Or I'll I'll fight demons. But Comey over here, self-improvement. Go, girl. Did it. Inspirational. Oh man, and and I mean like Tadano, pretty cute. I'm not gay, but I mean like he's pretty cute boy. <laughs> that's Carl's I mean, favorite stumpy boy. Yeah, he's stumpy a good boy. stumpy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like his I like his ha- his hair flower. Right, the oh, little yeah. cowlick that he has. Yeah, is that what that is? I, I, if that's what I thought, but it could be just a random flower he never picked that's, out of his heart. It's hair. It's just, it's just, I don't know what his hair's doing, but yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of best boy, poor Tadano didn't even make that list. Oh, Can we talk man. about that for a second? I, mm. I there was besides Boji, there was no one as wholesome as Tadano. So I was very upset that he was not on the best boy list. But what we do have is interestingly, Doctor Stone makes an appearance with uh, Senku Ishigama, 
Ishigami. Uh, we've got Miyamura from Horimiya. Like, okay, I guess. Um, Orokawa from Odd Taxi. Boji, Ranking of Kings. Draken from Tokyo Avengers. And Mikey Kun from Tokyo Avengers. Um, now that we know that Tadano's not on this list, Matt, what are you going with? Ooh, this is a, this is Tokyo Avengers versus Tokyo Avengers. Yeah. Do I pick the <laughs> Do I pick the handsome, secure man with the tattoo on his head when he's in middle school? Because that <laughs> makes sense, I guess. Uh, or do I pick Mikey, who absolutely is a delight in every scene he is, and I love him so much, and I want him to be happy and have his gang, and I love him. I I think I, I think we I've know seen, the answer. <laughs> I've seen a lot more. I've seen a lot more people simp for Draken though, like yeah. a lot more. And the people who simp for Draken simp for Draken. <laughs> so who are I'm you gonna, gonna simp for? I I'm gonna. My personal votes are Mikey, two hundred percent. I love Mikey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that the the Draken simp family will t- overtake it because even if you're a if you're a guy, Draken's pretty cool. I'm, you know, he's a pretty cool guy. I like his hair. He's he's just a wickedly cool character. Uh, so I think the simp army will have it on Draken. All right. And I, I think that Mikey, Mikey for sure. That's my man. That's my boy. <laughs> One vote for for Draken. And I, I gotta say, um, Mikey's like the only character I know of that has like the ability to kick people into unconsciousness while wearing flip flops. So that that's pretty uh, pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Audrey, those natural born Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, who's your uh, who's your best boy? My personal vote is going to be Otakawa. Uh, Crunchyroll vote is going to be for Mikey. Mikey, I'm willing to go to bat against Matt on uh, this one. Oh dang! Interesting. I don't think I don't think you understand the Draken Simp Army though. I don't. I've I've seen I've seen their numbers. They are very huge. I mean, Draken got a figure before Mikey. I think. Oh shit! shit. Oh shit! I know when they were doing pre-orders, it was one for. Uh, gosh, I cannot remember main character's name, but who wants him? I mean, come on. <laughs> Takemichi. Oh yeah, Takemichi. Yeah, Takemichi. Yeah. I mean, who cares about Michi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Draken got his figure popped right out, and I was like, dang, that's okay, fair. Everyone wants so to I, rock that dragon that tattoo on their head. He, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's best boy. He but is. I think Mikey's better. <laughs> um, Carl, who is your best boy? Um, both my Crunchyroll and my personal pick are actually going to go to Boji. Although I do have to say, like, I love uh, Draken's fit, especially like that that black and white uh, pattern cardigan and yeah his his viking braid oh that just looks so crispy his, on him his head tattoo like you know yeah like those are all elements that could be in a different character that would be their soul defining trait but dragon's like i'm a rock it all <laughs> <laughs> and i forgot like the, these these characters are like in middle school or high school <laughs> just the fact that he has a tattoo like whoa that's crazy. We all wish I'm, we were that cool in yeah. high school. <laughs> I'm going to be six foot tall in middle school. I'm going to peak in middle school. Oof, I don't like that. Pre-growth spurt. Yeah, then my voice is going to drop to that of a, a mature adult man. Boy, boy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, my votes have to go to Boji because I think he he really does embody 
the best boy out of this list. Just a very wholesome character. His character design too. It's almost like Comey. Like you can't help but feel like you want to protect this this boy at all costs. And he's one of those protagonists where he, I don't think he ever doubts himself too much. Like he he knows he has the potential in him, but it's just the people around him that that don't like just doubt what he is capable of. Uh, but yeah. he still pushes through, and that's just what I appreciate so much about Boji. Is like he doesn't let that ever hinder him. Like obviously, like he he probably cries as much as Takemichi <laughs> in Tokyo <laughs> Revengers, but mm-hmm. I say like he has good reason to cry. Um, and I will support this boy all the way, no matter what. Little buddy, buddy. Um, so my my pick, like my Crunchyroll pick. Um, is gonna be Mikey because he's so fucking awesome, and I know there's a lot of simps for Draken, but I feel like Mikey is it's just an all around really great character. So I I think he's gonna surprise us here and win Best Boy. But my personal pick is uh, also Boji. I don't think he'll win it because Ranking of Kings is still too his development is is not there yet in the show but despite that he's just fucking precious i mean like mm-hmm. holy shit the kid is precious as fuck he needs to be king he deserves to be king and he is he's king in boy. our hearts he's king all around <laughs> <laughs> all right well now we are moving on to the main event which is anime of the year Ooh, and yes, boy. Jujutsu Kaisen is fucking on this list again. <laughs> so the nominees, <laughs> the oh, nominees God. for anime of the year are 86, Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen Second Core, Odd Taxi, Ranking of Kings, and Sunny Boy is up here again. Um, all right, man. I don't know. Matt, what are we thinking here? I am going to believe in the people of, who vote on these things, and I'm going to believe in the judges, and I'm going to believe in the people who vote on this, and I think it's going to be Odd Taxi for both, because, yeah, all these other shows are good, you know? I mean, like, I the only one I haven't seen is 86, and I'm watching Ranking of Kings. Oh, wait, I didn't watch Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy was boring. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, Sunny Boy is elitist boomer anime, I hate to, <laughs> hate to tell you that here. <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel that. Him. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not here to tell you things you already know. But when an anime, you have to think about an anime like to make it good. <laughs> it has too much. <laughs> that's oh my gosh, is... Evangelion is good because I can turn off my brain and watch it and go good. Feelings bad, but Sunny Boy is like maybe the real existential horror was that which eludes us in the nature of the beast. And I'm like, oh, Madhouse, why don't you make some more One Punch Man? <laughs> but Odd Taxi, uh, Odd Taxi was a spectacular story. It's a very good thriller. Uh, I think it's something that you know, it's just really, really, really good. These other anime are good but they're not great i i it's the only 10 out of 10 i got i have to believe that crunchyroll and the people will agree with me uh and they they should because i'm not wrong so i'm gonna lock it in for crunchyroll for double uh for <laughs> taxi for crunchyroll <laughs> taxi for both crunchyroll for anime of the year <laughs> <laughs> hell no yeah. oh man all right audrey what are we thinking <laughs> Uh, so Attack on Titan is up there ominously, and looking back at history and how Attack on Titan Part 1 dethroned uh, Full Metal Alchemist as it was coming out, um, 
Before you say something, yeah. I want to throw this out there. This is information you need to know before you make a decision about Attack on Titan, okay? Mm-hmm. 2019 is when Attack on Titan Season 3 came out, right? Yeah. It did not win Anime of the Year, nor was mentioned in anything outside of the best ending sequence. Mm-hmm. I do not think... If that if Attack on Titan Season 3 did not win Anime of the Year in 2019, the best season of the anime, what do you think the most wussy, weak weak one will do it's not gonna win i bet well attack on titan season three didn't compete for like first on mal list did it well it i mean it did oh it's up there it's it's up there part two at least is up there okay well i'm I'm still nervous about attack on titan being up there because it's my time now (laughs) move forward it's my time now I'm nervous about never. Attack on Titan being up there because it's out right now and the hype train is in full steam ahead. I'm, I'm just cautious about it, but I'm gonna put uh I'm gonna put my personal vote on Odd Taxi because it it deserves anime of the year. It is anime of the year. Just everything ar- about it, the storytelling, how it used its art and character design as part of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm curious about Sunny Boy, and when we come back for after the Anime Awards to score how we did for Anime of the Year and Best Director, I'm going to see if I can finish Sunny Boy and, you know, revisit my thoughts on it. But Crunchyroll... You're probably going to be... Just from my personal experience, if, if Evangelion made you confused, Sunny Boy's going to be like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> so I'm curious to know if you have that experience when you finish it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put my Crunchyroll award on Attack on Titan, but my personal one at Odd Taxi. Okay. Mm. Attack on Titan's popping up. Carl, what about you? Yeah, I hope just... it doesn't win. <laughs> but I think it will. I believe in the people. <laughs> that they will pick the right choice, and I believe it. I I want to believe it. If Devilman Crybaby can win anime of the anime of the year, <laughs> then Odd Taxi has no reason that it can't. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Yeah, I I I just think there there isn't no contest. I'm pretty sure the Crunchyroll pick will be Attack on Titan. <laughs> um personal at maybe this is just me being bad like my personal pick is also going to be attack on titan and i think it's just because like my own personal connections to it um i just i don't know if a lot of these other anime uh, uh these other nominees have that same like influential status that attack on titan has had where it, it's sort of become this watershed event um in the community and the industry but I will say that if Odd Taxi comes in with the upset, I would be fine with that because the Odd Taxi was also just a treat to watch this season, like one of the diamonds in the rough um, that was a treasure to watch. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen wins, that, that would be kind of crazy, like two two years in a row. Although with Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, I'm sure that's going to end up on next year's list. And if... Attack on Titan wins this and the next year's, then that'll get two years in a row. So odd situation. There I go using odd again. <laughs> um, yeah, Sunny Boy I dropped. 
because it, it just got too abstract for me. And like Matt said, I don't want to think that hard. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, ranking of kings still ongoing, so I have to save my thoughts for that. Eighty six was was pretty good, but but it's yeah. not finished yet. Yeah, it pisses me off that it's on this list. It's not done. <laughs> ranking of kings isn't done yet. <laughs> so yeah, I think Attack on Titan resonates with me. But again, Odd Taxi comes in with the Oscar upset. I I would not be upset. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Attack on Titan is gonna win it. Um, if if anything, purely because Crunchyroll is gonna get a ton of shit if it doesn't win it. Um, yeah. So maybe just out of fear, they're going to pick <laughs> it. Um, uh, I think that my personal pick is Jujutsu Kaisen. Just kidding. Nope. It's 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 not a. It's <laughs> it's good, but it wasn't uh, anime of the year quality. I would have to say my personal pick is probably Attack on Titan. But like Carl, if Odd Taxi wins, that I'll still be ecstatic because I think. Those two were were great anime for this year. Um, still don't know why Sunny Boy is up there. Still don't know why Ranking of King is up there. Don't know why 86 is up there. Um, I don't know why. Okay, like, why is 86 up there when it hasn't finished, but Mushoku Tensei isn't up here when it has finished? Like, that That I'm a little upset by, but mm. it is what it is. So that's my pick, Attack on Titan. Although we'll see, man. I'm, I'm excited to, to see where, where this all lands. Um, but there you have it. These are... Our predictions for the 2022 Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Matt and Audrey, for yes, joining us you. once again for, thank for this you discussion. For us. Yeah, yes, thank you, absolutely. And we're excited to have you back with us to to talk through the actual winners and which of us comes out as the winner of our predictions. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Uh, but before we finish things up. Please tell everyone where they can listen to Otaku Melancholy Podcast and find you guys on social media. Well, you can find us at our website at otakumelancholy.com where we post a new standard episode every Sunday and our current Talk on Titan series where we uh, where we talk about the latest episode of ongoing Final Season Part 2 that releases, what, every Wednesday? Yes. Ah, it releases every Wednesday. Until that is finished. And uh, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere you have a podcast streaming service will be on there. Basically. Essentially. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also excellent. have a... Yeah. We also What's our social media? Yeah. We are basically Otaku Melancholy on everything except Instagram. So Otaku Melancholy on Facebook, Otaku Melancholy on Twitter, Otaku Melancholy Podcast on Instagram. And if you like us enough uh, and you want to support us, then you can just listen to us. But if you want to go that extra mile, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Otaku Melancholy, and support us there too. But only if you want to. (laughs) We have extra episodes, and uh, mostly I just talk about things that happened to me that day. It's not that interesting, (laughs) I guess. Awesome. And of course, all of these links will be in the show notes. So be sure to check those out. Um, But yes, once again, thanks so much for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I love just being able to to shit all over Crunchyroll's decisions (laughs) with with the two of you because I feel like we all kind of know what they're trying to do here. (laughs) Yeah. Please sub to us so that Daddy Funimation won't be too mad. Please. (laughs) 
Yeah, I forgot that they're merging. Oh, man. I want their libraries to be merged already so that we don't have to have like a thousand subscriptions to watch I, anime. Become I, like the anime overlord. <laughs> I, I absolutely do not. Funimation's player is absolute ass. It's gotten uh, worse. It oh, has. God. It's like, hey, I know you've been listening to it in English for the first five episodes, but how about we try Portuguese? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, thanks. Interesting. <laughs> Man, I thought Crunchyroll was bad. It's like, you want to cast it to your Chromecast? No, just no. It's not going to work. Uh, well, that's not promising for all of us uh, anime fans then that mm. the two are going to be combining into one but you know let's let's think positively here guys <laughs> we can do this we can survive this merger um but yeah thank you again for for joining us we seriously appreciate it and um you guys will be back with us after the anime awards on february 9th for our patreon bonus episode to find out who won our little competition here so uh for anyone who's interested stay tuned for that um, but with that, that wraps up episode 72 of Strictly Anime. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to support the show, then head over to patreon.com slash the Strictly series and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming service so you can be notified when new episodes premiere every Monday. Join our Discord to continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at the Strictly Series and on Twitter at Strictly Series. And check out our website, thestrictlyseries.com, where you'll find more info on Strictly JoJo, our other podcast dedicated to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. All links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay weeb.